0: now we're recording <laughs> well, well, well the you devil did. himself <laughs> the son of a bitch still lives
1: I could say the same for you <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's been a while
1: I should have started looking under uh, in car trunks and stuff for you, you know <laughs> first, wow. one I would have was, first one I would have checked was uh, Adrian's, of course, the obvious one <laughs> yeah no
0: comment on that one
1: would have wanted you as a trophy (laughs) pd yeah
0: he probably would have stuffed me for sure would have been
1: stuffed you with what though
0: (laughs) anyways it's been a long time Ray.
1: i know like what two years maybe
0: it was long before covid
1: (laughs) oh that's right
0: (laughs) it was like well i think 2019
1: oh my god something like that Well, we'll just have to pick up where we uh, left off at, you know. Just how we do things, how we we used to. Jesus, so much has been going on, and especially in the Star Wars world, you know. There's the series. There's the series. You know. So I
0: think there's just been so much stuff that that's come. I mean, like, go ahead.
1: Remember, I told you years ago when Disney acquired um, Star Wars, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to come out with a movie a year." And we're going to be doing all these new trilogies and there's going to be the origin stories and there's going to be everything coming out of them. You know, I mean, I told you it was their shiny new toy and they just wanted to go with it. And they they even they realized, you know, we, we, we went a little bit too far. You know, we went overboard on this and and the quality was diluted. Um, And it, it I, for me, it was just a horrible experience. I, I really think. And now the rumors are, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard otherwise or maybe confirm can confirm it that. You know, they're considering, like, rebooting the entire, like, new trilogy. And I know that there are certain actors that have said that they don't want anything to do with it. They're done with it. You know, they had a a pretty bad experience with it. But it's just like Disney finally looked in the mirror and realized, hey, you know, we got a piece of shit on our hands, you know, and and we don't know what we're going to do with this because everybody pretty much, you know, just hated it for whatever reasons. And then I just read, like, last week uh, where Rian Johnson, you know, that was saying, proclaiming that he feels even more proud of his work with Last Jedi, and I guess someone has to, you know, otherwise, you know, nobody would, so what better than, you know, the director himself? And he's patting himself on the back and saying, well, it was a great job, I I like the vision that I had, but then it's coming out also, you know, another article I read this morning where it was Mark Hamill and him had some pretty, like, uh, intense fights, like behind the scenes where it was concerning Luke's character in that very movie, and Luke just did not like the direction that it was going. He felt that it was like you know, like Luke just giving up on everything, and it made him weak. You know, it made him look like you know this pathetic figure. You know, that like a shell of himself from what he was. And I completely agree. You know, and but Rian Johnson's still there. Like, oh, I felt they did really good work. You know, I, I you know love what I did, and of course you're gonna do that. You know, I mean it's completely you know your ego going off on that. And of course you know they still gave him the reins for a whole new trilogy coming up and there's no guarantee as to like when and where there's like absolutely nothing you know on the table like what it's about when it's gonna start when it's coming out you know so those whole that's just like well we, we you know we've given them the keys to a car we don't know what car you know we don't know when it's gonna hit the road but it's it's there you know it, it'll it'll be there and I'm like why why I mean it, it's, it's gonna create another you know it's gonna be another divisive uh, subject You know, and now he's gonna, now he's got a whole new trilogy apparently, you know, in front of him. So I just like, I don't know. I I, just, yeah, I just can't. Well, I mean,
0: we talked about it after last Jedi came out. Like, I mean, I know you went on that massive rant about how much you hated the movie, but we even talked about Luke's character arc in that movie, and it was just like, that wasn't, it didn't really feel like Luke Skywalker at all.
1: No. and, And Yoda, look at Yoda. He was like, a miniaturized version of the dude, you know, just sitting there like, "Hey, Luke, just just take it easy, relax, you know, you're, you're okay, you know, just it's 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 not all that it was, no, you know what you thought it was." And I'm like, "This isn't Yoda. This is, I mean, it's like Yoda on pot or something." He just yeah, I mean,
0: ecstatic. he did kind of look a little stoned up, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we had this conversation. I think we had a very long conversation oh, about it was,
1: it was, a, yeah, it was like one of our longest podcasts. It, I think it
0: was just it wasn't luke like and i know that you and i because we've read a lot of the books and stuff like we know like luke's character and stuff but i mean in ryan johnson when he talks about that he talks about how like mark hamill was giving him like oh luke wouldn't do this luke wouldn't do that but it's like it's kind of like saying like well you know if you're doing like the godfather you and al pacino's telling you how michael corleone would act or what he would say and you're like no he wouldn't actually do that it's like you should listen to the person who who was you know a big part of that role yeah and and and, yeah
1: is rian johnson a big fan i mean is he you don't have to necessarily be a fan of anything i mean there are lots of examples where directors have gone into a film having no clue as to what the material or the content before it was about and yet they they do some research you know they do some background look work into it and thinking hey this is let's go in this direction here they find something you know a root and like, okay, I can work with this, and we'll run with it, you know? But it just yeah. seems like he didn't. He was just gonna, like, just cookie-cutter it into his vision, and that was gonna be it. And if you were on board with it, then, you know, oh well. That was it.
0: Yeah, he had his uh, his mind already set on how he was gonna do the movie, and that was pretty much it.
1: And there's some also, there's also been, I know, also read another article, I, I don't forget where it was, like IndieWire or, or Geeks, Dana Geeks, or, something, or you know, one of the comic book ones, were saying that they might focus, and I would like, okay they might focus on the kid with the uh with the broom
0: the broom uh, yeah, yeah i remember that like,
1: really i mean okay i mean it, it's a whole new character nobody has any clue as to who this kid is he's you know a stable hand and you know <laughs> in in, the, in in this you know this racing uh racing planet or that pleasure planet or whatever and that, that just got me angry at that that was like a whole hour you did not need right there you know and I'm like, okay, you're going to build it around this this kid that's Force-sensitive, obviously, you know? And I guess it could work, but I don't know. It just it just seems like another, like, farm boy kind of thing set up. Luke's, Luke was already a farm boy, you know, that kind of thing. And this kid's from a, a horse stable, you know, picking up horse shit and everything. <laughs> so I, I don't know. But
0: I think it was more of, like, a... It doesn't matter, like, who you are or where you come from. Like, anybody can be Force-sensitive.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, but they the Jedi acknowledge that too. That's why they would send out like in the books and in 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 the in the background lore they would send out like these these uh, they would conduct those tests, you know, and then find out you you could be from a poor background, you could be from a rich background, you could be you know privileged, you could be you know some I don't know something under a rock, you know, and if you had any kind of force potential, they would take you away and you know teach you the force, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, it just. But that's that's just like that's all. This is just speculation because, like they said, Kathleen Kennedy hasn't even given him a green light as to when a movie is going to be started. I mean, there is nothing right now. They're just focusing on the television series, which have come out since COVID and everything. You know, and, and a lot of a lot of series have been coming out, and I think they have done a magnificent job with those series. I think, and the shift now is going towards those television series. You know, it's almost like they're. It's almost like how Star Trek has entered, you know, a new phase where like a a revival, you know, with all the Mm -hmm. new series that are coming out in Star Trek. And Mm -hmm. I think Star Wars finally realized, hey, we found our niche right here. You know, I mean, people are really responding to these these series and they can put a lot of money into them. They can do but they can also do like a lot more and flesh out a story uh, than than a movie could, you know, and and not take as long for a movie to make. But still get that quality of like the special effects or the, the costumes or the, the the story itself, you know, and I I'm I loved like it's Mandalorian. Awesome series. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh Book of Fett. Uh, which I was I was hoping they'd just called it the Book of Fett, but they decided to call it the Book of Boba Fett. And I was like, All right, why did you have to add you you didn't need to add the extra Boba, you know, but oh well. Um but that one of that one was also another fantastic show. Um and now I'm really looking forward to uh Andor. I finally I finally saw the trailer for that one. And I didn't my you know, I didn't realize it was out. I was wondering, you know, when it was gonna come up, but then it apparently it was. And I like it. I like the I like the cast. I like Stella Skarsgard's gonna be in it. He plays like like a dual role, you know, from what I can see. Um
0: Yeah, yeah. He looks like a politician or
1: Or a merchant or something, you know. Something, I mean? yeah. Yeah, and then he's got like the rebellion like the something going on you know like he he's working behind the scenes you know uh with the rebel with the you know the early early like rise of it and uh um, yeah so that that looks looks really good um on mothma you know she's gonna be you know the the fomenter of it you know and i like how she describes herself you know if they don't if they see me as an irritant they're not going to see me for what they for what i really am you know like it'll give me time to work on what i really want to do yeah so but yeah, I mean, it looks it looks really good. I'm really looking forward to it, and it comes out what just a couple of weeks actually. Uh yeah, I
0: have the trailer playing on playing in the background right now. Uh, I shared my screen with you, so you should.
1: Oh, let me see here.
0: Should see if uh, it's on there. Um, but yeah, Andor looks really good. But one thing uh, that we haven't touched on yet was the Obi-Wan series. Oh uh, man. <laughs> just well i mean we'll we'll watch the andor trailer and then uh we'll go we'll go back to obi-wan because i want to go over a couple scenes in obi-wan can you see the my screen
1: uh, i think let me see yes i can yeah yeah yeah, yeah I got okay. it. all right but it, it, yeah i mean i love like the rawness of it it's 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 old star wars you know and that's yeah. the appeal of it. it is like it's it's raw. It's it's got that grittiness to it. It's got Sal Guerrera, you know. I mean, it's just, and he's a human, you know. He's not. You see him before he he like. He's got
0: all those tubes in him and everything, like yeah, yeah, but... keeping him alive, basically.
1: Yeah. So I guess you're gonna see like the beginnings of that, how he became, you know, like a cyborgish kind of character, and you just see the Empire and it's at its height, you know, and you see all these these characters and you know, and I know. From what I've read, it's gonna jump. It's gonna be—I think they were saying like they're planning like a three or four-year run, uh, of seasons, you know. And so it's gonna jump. It's gonna do time jumps where it's gonna be like they'll focus apparently like a couple of like uh, a couple of episodes, maybe like a year or two, and then it'll jump another like maybe two years. Or so it's gonna be. I think they said if it, if I read this correctly, like what fifteen to ten to fifteen years before Rogue One. And it's mm-hmm. gonna lead up like the end of the series is gonna lead up to the events of Rogue One. It'll it'll be like it won't. I don't know if it's gonna incorporate incorporate those, but it will. Uh, it'll end there, obviously, because uh, well, that's that movie didn't have a happy ending for these characters. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's gonna be really really cool to see like all this going on. So I, I can't I can't wait. I'm. Yeah. It's funny because my brother is really not impressed with it. I'm like, why? Said, this is this is Star Wars. This is like Rogue One ish. I mean, this is what got me excited like again to watch it oh i love that little character that was such a cool little she that little uh robot of hers a little droid
0: yeah they they sell that
1: now have you seen it yeah yeah it's very interactive it can do everything but float apparently so (laughs) Uh,
0: if you would have told me like when episode seven was coming out and then obviously when rogue one came out but if you would have told me in 2022 that rogue one was the best of the recent star wars films. I would have said you're you're crazy, but Rogue One has been. It's still like I was just watching it recently. And I was just like, man, I forgot how good of a movie this is.
1: It's it's my go-to. I mean, I I will choose that one over all of them, over like next to Empire. You know, I mean, it's it's just <clears throat> it's just got that 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 thing about it. You know, it's 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 pure Star Wars. It's what Lucas you know had intended. I, I'm guessing you know. I mean, the the whole like. There's, there's no hope you know but then there's that, that glimmer at the at the end you know and then all of a sudden things start to turn um it's it's just i don't know it, it's just the characters the the settings it was something that was brand new and it wasn't like you were seeing characters over and over again being reworked and um i don't I, I, yeah so and, and with Kenobi it was like the same thing you know you were in, and at first i was like oh my gosh you know this is kind of like is this a, a is this gonna be a, a Rescue Princess Leia kind of thing? But it worked. You know, the more I the more I like the more I got into it, the more I liked it. And I was like, you know what? So it is. It's a risky story. But there was also the little side stories as well. You know, you got Kenobi, you know, uh fighting within himself, you know, like all those years of neglect where he's kind of a pretty much abandoned the force, you know, he, or or he's been trying to communicate, you know, like get his force powers back, trying to communicate with with um with Qui Gon, you know, and that was always in the back, that, in the background of me in my mind was like, where does I'm, I thought you got I gotta see you gotta see, you know, Qui Gon, he's gotta make an appearance in this somehow, and yeah, it was just absolutely the whole thing was just really really well done, and Chris uh, Hayden Christensen, you know, his performance oh, as, as completely
0: animated, redeemed, completely. completely
1: yes, yeah, it did at that 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 fight scene because let's just I mean spoilers ahead, you know, like whatever everybody's probably seen this you know, so, but, yeah, it it really, it did redeem his character, or his performance as Vader, I mean, you got to see the emotion, you know, that he, he should have displayed at the end, you know, more so, this was like, he had years to think about this, and, you know, it's, it was just like, I just like the flashbacks, I I loved how, how they did that, that one scene where they're, they're training, you know, together, they're sparring, and, it was just yeah it it was it was a redemption for for him you know giving him an opportunity to make to like fix his character fix fix the flaws that were you know from the from the previous like prequels and it completely worked like that final like,
0: fight scene. um like right here i have the final fight plane i like that they're on just some random planet like there's so much going on in the galaxy but like two of the greatest jedi masters are on some random planet alone and are getting ready to fight.
1: And that's and, the way that's, the way, that's the way it should be, you know? I mean, yeah. you don't need pomp and circumstance, you don't need an arena, you don't need you know, you don't need any any kind of like um fanfare or anything. It, it it's it's between them. And that yeah. it's those two guys, that's it. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was this is such a good shot right here um when Vader's walking up to Obi-Wan.
1: Like, no support. No, no backup. Yeah, here. No right nothing. here.
0: Just like it's just some lo- empty planet, and it's just two of the greatest Jedi masters in Star Wars history yeah. are about to just like duke it out.
1: And, it, and, and it's reminiscent, you know, how, how how Star Wars is compared to like the Old West or like even like Kurosawa's film, yeah. you know. Um, and it, it has that feel, like it's like it's, it's, it's just, the the
0: good it's the good cop and the it's you know the the town sheriff and. The, the you know the bat the villain meeting out at you know at sundown or whatever to yeah it's, it's a showdown her. yeah
1: it's a showdown and and that's what it should be just that's it you know just just pure face off you know with with each other settle the differences you don't need you know you don't need backup you don't need any support you know it's even Vader, I was surprised even Vader realized that you know the the honor and I guess he still had a bit of like that Jedi thinking you know. Or he could have come with, you know, he could have come with a a, a regiment of troops and everything for backing up, but he realized the moment was, was, that was his and his alone, you know, something he needed to do.
0: I like that. It's like a slow burn to this episode where, where they meet in that one, the, the very first time that they meet and it's like a a tiny fight where Obi-Wan still doesn't, hasn't really reconnected with the force um and that that scene too was just fucking badass where vader uh he's dragging obi-wan through the fire oh yes. yes oh good and, it,
1: and at first it got me a little it got me a little upset i was i was angry and i was like oh, come on i said obi-wan's gonna do better than this but then i realized this this is this is of his own doing you know i mean this yeah. is the years of neglect hiding hiding out and you don't want to like show your your force powers because they'll get detected obviously you know yeah. so I understood that part, but it, but it was like it was kind of sad well, like, to see him in that right here. Scene. Vader
0: tells him too, like, your strength has returned, yeah, when he's trying to drop this rock on him. And he knows, like, Vader knows that it's <laughs> it's not going to be a cakewalk like it was the first time,
1: exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah,
0: and it's just so, it's this is so well done,
1: yeah. That that whole that, that scene right there was the entire series, you know, and it was. I loved it. it. It was. I got chills. You know, I was watching this whole yeah. thing. It's like yeah, the, the the ground cracking underneath him, and and you just, uh, I, I. It just makes me wish that they could go back, and I wouldn't see anything wrong with it in doing the last battle of of Star Wars of the New Hope, like their final confrontation, where they could like, and we've had this we've had this discussion before, where, you know, go back and, and do it, where get these two together, you know, or like. Yeah, or you could superimpose. You'd have you have to superimpose Kenobi's. It's game. like
0: remember we watched that uh, the reimagined one where somebody just like like they added in like sound effects from the movies and they kind of redid it with special effects. Yes, I think I think we uh, we talked about that.
1: Yeah, and, and that it's was,
0: so and it's so well done.
1: That was brilliant. I, I loved how they did that because it really was like you know the first you look at the first scene you look at the first time you see it and if you haven't seen anything else you were so thinking oh my god that's so cool you know that's so badass. But after all, you know what they can do now with 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 uh, with choreography and special effects, and it, it just it, it should you know they should improve it. They should enhance it a little. And I was surprised when Lucas went back and redid the movies like over and then over and then over again. Um, he should have focused on that scene right there. You know, he it, it could have get he could have dragged it out a little, fleshed it out, and and give it a little more like uh, epic conclusion. Like instead of just a couple of, <laughs> of tosses here and there, you know, there was absolutely no use of force in that one. It was just them with their with their lightsabers just clashing. <laughs> it really did look like a couple of guys, you know, that uh, their arthritis was catching up with them or something. Oh
0: yeah, they're way past their prime. <laughs>
1: yes, but that but but this shows like look at Yoda. Like he was on a he's walking on a cane. He's like eight hundred years old, but when he draws upon the force, he can do anything. I mean, he's unstoppable. You know, but once he stops using the force, then he's like, "Oh my, yeah, this was so cool." <laughs> These rocks,
0: we're just throwing the rocks, yeah, he, and he's it, just peppering just... Vader.
1: <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> was... You were like, you realized like Obi Wan was back. You know that this, this yeah. was kenobi full strength now. You know he was just like channeling the force as as he should have. Vader's like, "Yeah," the Vader's realizing, "Hey, something's wrong here. <laughs> you know, this is not gonna be. This is gonna be as easy as I thought it was gonna be." <laughs>
0: So I like that right here this is when uh, Obi-Wan ends up uh this is cool. He uses the the hilt of the lightsaber to like damage Cracks his armor um, and everything. Yeah.
1: And then you see then you see hidden Christians in his face.
0: Oh uh, and that that scene alone for me like is it he completely redeemed himself. It's it's the look in his eyes, it's the smile, and it's what he says when he says, I'm not your failure. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Yep. I, yep, I got chills.
1: <laughs> I had I I, I watched this, this this scene a few times. I w- I would like yeah. I watched it and and I had I, I told my fo- I told my, my my sister my brother and I was like you got to see this. I said you we got to watch it over again. You know because this this is like a moment like in Star Wars history that yeah this is and this I is like it.
0: the 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 transition from James Earl Jones to Hayden Christensen.
1: Yep, it's oh
0: it's perfect.
1: And I rem- I remember people were, were before the series came out. They were like, Vader is going to be obviously in this, but is it going to be Vader's voice, or is it going to be you know James Earl Jones's voice? And uh, then you know when you like you said when when the helmet you know is cracked and the and the speakers are, are failing, then it's Anakin's voice right there. It's, so yeah, it's,
0: that's in and out as Darth it's, and Anakin. It's so good.
1: Yeah, so it's like that that the dark side fading, the Sith fading a little. The little bit of the Jedi is is there, you know, or corpse of it you know like i am what yeah. remains and yeah it's just it's so it's
0: that's just because you can see in obi-wan's face like he's like
1: it's just it's heartbreaking you know it's
0: heartbreaking for him yeah it's more oh, so God, than,
1: more so than than the last scene when they when they dueled you know from uh revenge of the Sith
0: yeah so going back to that like this entire time he thought he killed uh Anakin like he thought he was dead and mm-hmm. it wasn't until um i don't remember her name at this point. Uh, The Inquisitor tells her, like, no, like, he's alive.
1: Yep. I'm not your failure. That was just... Yeah. (laughs) I was was getting...
0: He he says, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. He goes, I I did. And he smiles. There's like a slight smirk. And it's just, look at that.
1: Yeah. And he He knew it when he surrendered himself to, to Palpatine right there. He knew what he did, you know? And
0: so good. (laughs)
1: and there there he is he had that tender moment he had that moment where he he let himself like be exposed and allowed himself to be anakin and then you know right there is vader can't coming back it's almost like what was it um oh there there have been different moments in in movies movie uh, movies where like uh, a person will let their guard down like you'll see what is it i'm trying to think of like like you'll see a different color to them, or their eyes, will mm-hmm. change, or their 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 mannerism, or something like that. And this was this was his moment, right? Like you said, that smirk, that little smile, right there was kind of like, yeah, I did this. You know, <laughs> am I proud of it? I don't know. You know, <laughs> do I regret it? Perhaps. You know, but he's he's kind of stuck with what he what he is now. He's he's got no choice. You know? <laughs> he's relying upon the emperor.
0: And everyone just leaves him there.
1: Yeah. Yep. I mean, what else could he do? <laughs> but, yeah, is this going to be? A second, uh, is there going to be? Well, is there going to be a second series to this, or or what?
0: Uh, as far so, as yeah. I know, they there is. I think they're writing it right now. If I'm not mistaken.
1: Hmm. Okay. Obviously, more with Qui Gon then because now he has access to him. He's finally like made that contact. I loved it. It was what 15 seconds, maybe 20 seconds of him talking. Yeah. That, that just, that was right. For me, it was, that summed up the series as well. That that was like, okay. I'm
0: totally, So a lot of people are like, well, you know, the way that Obi-Wan and Darth Vader depart and the next time they meet is in A New Hope. I'm totally fine with the next season just being Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Like, I would totally be fine with that. Doing whatever you know, going on adventures or whatever, and like Obi Wan getting stronger and more in touch with the Force. Now that he can see and talk to Qui Gon, totally on board with just the two of them.
1: I could see that, and, and like because the, 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 the way that or... Vader
0: and Obi Wan leave, it's it, it was perfect. You don't, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want them to ruin that by adding. Like, oh, well, let's let's force another fight between them. Like no, it's like the way it is.
1: Like the next season, if it's just going to be a limited series, because they did say it was going to be a limited series, so. Maybe just do one more season, but like kick it up. Like, because Luke is already what? Uh, 10? I think think? they're eight. I think they're eight. Eight or 10 or something like that. So, and they were 18 when New Hope happened. So, you got 10 years. I mean, you could just jump it, you know, like maybe a year before or something. And, and, you know, like you said, just like he's getting stronger. He's, he's, you know, he's got Qui Gon to draw upon. You know, he's, then do something different. You know, do something, um, Maybe you're still fighting off the Inquisitors or something at that point, or, or I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out, but don't mess with the formula that you had from the se- first season. You know, you, yeah. you like work with it and, and and draw off it and just enhance it. You know, just go to that second state that second level. You can so. Yeah. But yeah. I, loved it. I, I yeah. was I, I was not disappointed with at all with it. I, I was happy with the outcome. I, I loved yeah every minute of it. it was it was just one of the, it was just, it was Star Wars, it, it, I mean, and granted, it's, it's using characters, you know, the same characters, again, you know, we're all familiar with them, but it just had that, that feel of Star Wars, unlike, like, a Han Solo story, or, um, yeah, that was, I was not impressed, <laughs> I think I've only seen that one once, honestly, just the first time it came out, <laughs> and it's like, no, never again, I, I, don't, I don't need to see that one um but these i can watch over and over you know i love like especially like the mandalorian i loved you know just the you learn more about the legend, you know the the mandalorian lore you learn you know uh where he came from and that kind of you know, i mean just just the whole aspect you're introduced to new new settings new planets some 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 old ones you know when he goes to tatooine uh that kind of thing but i mean i loved i loved all that part i love the, the the characters um and you know what i mean for everything that that uh what was that one that they replaced or got rid of uh the female one the woman oh Gee, yeah. yeah yeah, I liked her i mean it, if she did just i mean I'll say this everybody's entitled to their opinion you know everybody is is entitled as long as it doesn't like oh i mean it's such a it's such a slippery slope what you how you say something like this like as long as it but I guess we're in this day and age where like yeah, right. hold on one second
0: right.
1: yeah right. yeah what's
0: up I found the shirt want to get it says Jesus loves you and I'm trying
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> okay I'm back sorry about that uh, yeah so I mean I mean I'm not gonna say if she had just kept her mouth shut she would have been fine because everybody's entitled to it but like we live in this day and age where you say something that is not part of the mainstream thinking and you're immediately you know a pariah and it's i mean you gotta have a give and take everybody everybody should be able to you know as long as it's not detrimental to someone else you know and i just think so i just think at this point people are being a little too touchy-feely with things you know, and, but maybe she was a bit too aggressive with how she was, you know, going about what she believed in, you know, that kind of thing, and, because I like her character, you know, I mean, just, but, oh well, I mean, they, they did what they did for whatever reasons, you know, they had their reasons, and, oh, well, you know, just, I guess, move on, but, uh, I, you know, I like the other characters, Carl Weathers, I love him, you know, his, his performance, and uh obviously, you know, um what's his name, it's, Gilberr. You know, and he's another one that's kind of i guess somewhat controversial. you know he he said some things as well, <laughs> but i mean he's he's learned to like limit i guess what he has said he I guess he learned from uh from her dismissal, but um yeah, it's just well let's see what they yeah, but other than that, I just love the the uh, the the original like stories that they that they've come up with, like the whole grogu thing you know you learn a little bit more about like the jedi you know where it, it was really cool when they went to that um that one planet where uh i guess let me see if i remember correctly where he was trying to they had to put him in that that i guess like it was a temple area if i remember correctly and
0: oh where he puts him on oh, that little that, that, like uh, right that was really yeah cool.
1: that was that was i like that a lot you know so yeah but what are your thoughts Petey?
0: um I mean, I think Rogue One showed that we don't necessarily need all these, you know, all these Skywalkers and all these known characters to like have a good story or good characters or a good film. I mean, because in Rogue One, they were all nobodies basically, you know, they were just new original characters. And, you know, I think, and then Mandalorians kind of, you know, justifying that too. You don't necessarily need, oh, we don't need, Harrison Ford, you don't need Carrie Fisher or Mark Hamill in every you know or uh, some sort of Skywalker or solo in every movie or show. You can create original ideas and or even go from the expanded universe and touch on things there. I'm really curious to see where they go from here though. Um I know they're doing uh the more of the series that we're supposed to finally get thrawn in the Ahsoka series um so i'm very curious to see where star wars is headed
1: that was really cool that one episode where ahsoka is, is is uh facing facing that uh i can't remember her name now um
0: i don't think she had a name she was just like a the sh- uh, like she was the,
1: the the ruler of that that that's yeah she that was like
0: happened. a governor or something like that i forget what yeah. they called her
1: But when she was like, she meant, she said his name. She's like, where is Thrawn? I I got chills right there. I was just like, oh my God, (laughs) that was was so cool. Finally, there is acknowledgement of Thrawn in in the Star Wars universe, other than just the literary side of it, you know, or or like graphic novels or whatever, you know, there's finally someone has said Thrawn's name.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm I'm very curious to see where they go from here. It should be a very very interesting
1: what about Fett what do you think of Fett
0: I enjoyed it I know a lot of people didn't it felt like a like a filler series um and I know some of the special effects people were kind of shitting on but I thoroughly enjoyed it um it kind of continued the story of Boba Fett and I know people were kind of up in arms about well you know where where's he been what's going on with him and and then we get the show and people you know had the opinion that the show seemed kind of forced and and it's like great we're on Tatooine still and but i i enjoyed it
1: i liked it a lot i like I, I mean i i don't mind his 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 character i mean you had to show i like how they showed how he escaped from the sarlacc You know, it was, it was, it was interesting seeing like all those guts and everything surrounding him and, you know, just blast his way through using that, uh, that Stormtrooper's like oxygen, uh, uh, tube, you know, to, to keep himself going. Um, I mean, as for filler, I mean, I I guess, I mean, you could see it like that, but it was still entertaining filler. I mean, it, it, it gives you like the only thing I guess that some people had, that I've read in in certain articles as well, were that they felt that Boba Fett was kind of, like, got soft. You know, like, he, he, he wasn't as hard-edged as he could have been. um, Or, you know, that uh, he wasn't, like... Uh, but, I mean, that's the thing about him, is that he was a bounty hunter. So if, if people immediately, like, assign him to the villain role. But that's not necessarily with a bounty hunter. I mean, whether they're good or bad. They just go after people that they're given a contract for. I mean they could the person that they could be after could be good or bad themselves i mean they're just mm-hmm. you know they, for them it's like the mafia it's just business it's nothing personal you know they're just they're hired they're given they're given money to do a transaction they do it that's the end of it right there you know and that's not a bounty hunter anymore obviously i mean he's taking over you know jabba's you know um his uh cartel you know so he's settling down i can see that you know and mm-hmm. then the background story of um him, like I like I like the the, the sand people aspect. I liked how they finally gave like a lot of attention to the Tuscan Raiders cuz those are those are mysterious guys. Those are um you know, I mean, they were always intriguing where you could see, oh yeah, this this is this is the one. But for the for me, the Tuskens were were like I mean, they were nomadic, obviously everyone knew that. And I remember reading in uh the Art of Star Wars, the Ralph McQuarrie book where it where I mean the each where each planet was described, it was like assigning like a fictional character to that planet. Like in, in the instance of Tatooine, it was supposed to be like this like uh he was this this alien that was part archaeologist, part biologist, part anthropologist, and he was there, you know, he could he could shape shift. And so that's how he got around. And so he spent a lot of time with the Tuscans, like learning their ways, their culture and stuff. And he gave you know some you get some aspects into that, but this this gave it a visual you know uh, take on it. You got to see like them up close. You got to see you know like how they treated themselves. You know they weren't all savage. You know as the Tuscans you know were were portrayed. You know there was a softer side to them as well. They were you know they had you know lives. They had you know their what you know they had uh, everyday things that they had to go through. You know and uh, I liked how they how they presented that. I mean and, and it was cool how how he would he became involved in them too. It was kind of like oh it's like those you know stories where a person you know gets absorbed into another culture you know they're an outsider it takes them a while to be you know to acclimate to get accepted and then there's that acceptance so
0: I like yeah it. dancing with wolves
1: exactly yeah. yeah 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 this is yeah. all that that beskar there. That beskar spirit <laughs> that was, i love that that was so yeah. cool Again, this this you know, and, and this is, this is like, um, this is like those like the spaghetti westerns, you know, the mm-hmm. crossout films, you know. This is this is you know yet another interpretation of it, and I I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, this is that's where Lucas drew heavily heavy, heavy influences from. I mean, he he admits it, and this is just them going off that, you know, the the, the whole. Like Western, you know, aspect of it—the the the showdowns. You've got the the lawlessness of these these frontier towns. Um, you know, you got the yeah, just the one on ones.
0: Well, this is like like you said, this is a perfect a perfect example because you got the Mandalorian and then Michael Bean's character. This is like a scene out of a Western, and you have Ahsoka and the magistrate. That's very Kurosawa, you know, samurai fight because you got look at. I mean, if you look at the the background, the water, you know, it's very very. It's
1: got kinda kind of Zen Zen thing going for it. The yeah. gardens. The gardens. And even the architecture is definitely like Asian influenced.
0: Yeah. And it, this is a perfect example of that. It. Like just like you said, the spaghetti western, like, you know, touches the gun, get ready he's getting ready to unholster it and grabbing a little chat, and then it cuts to Ahsoka and the magistrate, and this is like a you know,
1: like a samurai fight, essentially. Mm-hmm. I like Michael Bean's character. It took me a while to figure out who he was. I was like, I know this guy. And I'm trying to figure out where I've seen him from. And then I was like, oh my God, it's Michael Bean!" Yeah. It was good to see him again. I've always liked him as an actor. (laughs) But yeah, that was... Yeah, this this is a good one. Yeah, I I mean... I remember when he took off his helmet. And I kind of wished he hadn't... Like, at so... I mean, towards the end of the series, the first season... Yeah. I, I kinda wished he hadn't just to keep that mystique. But I get, there and again it's like this generation that we live in where people don't seem to like mystique anymore. They don't seem to like open endedness in movies or books or television or, or anything like that. They like you know, they like a beginning, a middle end. They want explanations for everything. And for me, it's just not like that. i I, I rather I, I like surprises. I like speculation. I like Something that's not completely, you know, told, and it just leaves it up to your imagination as to what it could be. But this, again, this, 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 this generation that we live in—it's this like everybody wants closure. You know, they—I hate that word—but everybody wants like some, you know, an ending or or like reasoning as to what happened as to and why it did. And I don't think so. I don't think you need that. But you know, just you wanted to show him off, you know, and see who he was. Okay, I get that, but you know, just, I don't, I don't think it was necessary, it's like in the, the new Halo series, when Master Chief took off his, his helmet, and it was, for me, and I know we're segueing. I'm segueing into that, but we'll get back to Star Wars, but for me, like, the Halo series, when he took off his helmet, I was, like, a second away from stopping the whole thing, and I was like, that's it, I, I'm not gonna watch this anymore, but then I thought, this is a good, it's, it's pretty good, I like it a lot, maybe I should, like, just give it a chance and see where it's going, you know, so I kept up with it, you know, but, I, yeah, but, Again, it's just, you know, there, there's, you gotta see who they are. You know, you can't keep something a mystery anymore. You know, he, well, that they,
0: was people's complaint for Force Awakens when Kylo Ren takes his, his mask off.
1: Yeah, but, like, and
0: it, that was, <laughs> you know, he should have just kept it on. Like, why did he take it off?
1: That's true. And it, it, it leaves more mystique to the character. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that was like, who could it be? Who, I mean, we obviously know who it is, but then, you know, it's like, you don't want what to do they anymore. what do they look like under there
0: you know like yeah, are they all scarred yeah. up is he like part you know cyborg or something yeah there's <laughs> you can go a million different routes but is he
1: hideous you know <laughs> or, yeah. or she, or she and, you know <laughs> so i mean that would but, now that would be an interesting one too like you got this like say you're wearing a mask you know you you got the the, the voice filter and everything you sound like a guy but then it turns out to, to be a woman you No, know, there would be a, a twist right there you know but uh not like Shyamalan twist or anything, but you know, twist nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I mean, just I, I, yeah, just this this whole like everybody's got to know what what's going on, or you know, we got it. You got to tell us what's you know. They just hate surprises nowadays, and I I, I don't know. It's it's just a lost art now. That's that's happening.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see where where Star Wars goes from here. I know they're working on that the Rogue Squadron movie um they're working on the shows
1: i know i wanted to see that rogue squadron movie happen but now it's been put on the burner you know they they uh, it has no like it had a date i mean they were supposed to start them i mean theoretically the movie should have been out by now you know i mean but it, it just i don't know for whatever i mean i had read that there were some differences between kathleen turner who or kathleen kennedy who again you know she's kind of like got her fingers in all those bowls. And maybe she shouldn't, you know. But you know, she she's missed Star Wars now. You know, she's the one with the reins. And uh, yeah, if it's not her way, it's it's obviously the highway, you know. So, but it's interesting how she has kind of like, or how um, let's see who I'm thinking of now. Director of *A uh, Mandalorian*. I can't remember his name now. Um, oh,
0: um, John Favreau.
1: Favreau and even Kevin Feud, right? I mean, they they've kind of like. Had her, kept her at a distance from like their projects. You know, she's tried to like kind of like influence them, but I think, you know, she's they 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 had their vision, you know, and it's it's obviously a success, you know. So I don't see why, you know, someone feels the need, you know, to interfere or to like, you know, interject their own ideals, you know, seeing, oh, let's go this direction. No, it, you got a working formula that's obviously people like. You know, not everybody's gonna like it, but I love it. You know, and just keep with it. You know, just let them do what they're doing. And you know, I mean, your name is on there as producer. You know, everybody sees you, but you don't have to like be so hands on. You know, uh, of an approach. Just you know, just sit back and you know, bask in the accolades when they when they when they come out. You know, because you're gonna get them. You know, but you don't have to be like so you know interfering in things.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at the release dates for. So we have Andor. Uh, I think it's mm. a three-episode premiere. That's September 21st. Yeah. That's, um, what,
1: three weeks? Three weeks from now?
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of. And we got Tales of the Jedi. It just says this fall. Uh, the new season of The Bad Batch, which is really good, by the way. Um, that's this year. Oh, um, I forgot Ma- about that. Yeah. Yeah, Mando season three. That's in February 2023. I can wait. Um, <laughs> Ahsoka is 2023. That's going to be a, that's
1: going to be a good year for for a lot of things coming out. Cuz by then you know Thrawn's going to have to be introduced. I mean, that is her sole reason for existence right now. You know, she is on a mission to find him. Or
0: yeah, and they confirmed Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader and Anakin in the Ahsoka series too. So that be That might be like
1: a series of flashbacks then. Maybe they're going to use him as like when she was uh, when he was uh, mentoring her. You know when she Yeah, I everything. Because so,
0: okay. uh, yeah, Rogue Squadron originally was—it's I think believe it was late twenty twenty three, and now it just has uh, a TBD, TBD release, yeah, release date. <laughs> um, tibid, I hate tibid. Uh, that's what's on the plate. But yeah, we'll see where Star Wars goes from here. What have you seen lately, Ray? That uh, that has caught your eye? Any uh, good um, movies? I saw Bullet Train. As did I. That was what did it's you think?
1: True. I liked it. I, I know it was like John Wick on a train and I didn't go in with any expectations like high or low because I was like, okay, it's not gonna be a lot of, you know, brain matter to this one. It's just gonna be action. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean I I've seen it twice. I I, I liked it that much. And uh it's just entertaining. You know, I like Brad Pitt's character. I uh, like Sandra Bullock's, you know, voiceover, she's his his controller and I liked everything about it. Like and it surprised me because I knew uh, I, I knew the cast going in, but I I was like, "Where is Aaron Taylor Johnson?" I was trying to figure out who he was, and because you know when he plays his role as the uh, as who was he again? L- lemon? Wait, was he lemon or tangerine? He, he was tangerine.
0: tangerine. He was tangerine.
1: Yeah. And it, you know he kind of he kind of reminded me like of a younger Eric Idle. He had that look when his hair like slicked back and he's in the suit and everything. And I was like, "Who is this guy?" I, I like I was like I like his character. You know the the he, this this guy is pulling it off. But as he's as the show as the movie goes on, you know you see his hair like kind of goes back into that curly look, and I was like, oh my god, it, it's it's him! I said, this is this is this is him. He's playing him. But like I said, for me, he looked like like a younger Eric Idle, um, at first glance when I first saw him, and uh, I just loved like all their little background stories. But the only thing I I found was that maybe it was kind of like you know kind of rushed with the character development because you're trying to squeeze in. A bunch of characters and you're giving them like little background stories in like what two plus hours? And yeah. It's not it's not you're not always gonna pull that off. And like how they were talking about um let's see, what was her name? Uh the one that had the venom. The one uh what was her name, her code name. Oh, um the The Lion no 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 uh something else. Uh, Hold on I'll
0: here. I'll look it up really quick. Go back go on.
1: But yeah, but like her character, they were making her sound like she was the baddest, you know, assassin in the, on earth. And it, you get this like, and then I like how, you know, the fight scenes happen. The sequences and everything are great, but like very little to her story, you know, like, and it was the Hornet. A, a Hornet. Yes. And everybody, you know, talking about the Hornet, the Hornet, the Hornet. And I was like, OK, so and then when she's like in that anime costumes character, <laughs> it was funny. And then I was kind of like, this is it. I mean, this is the... and then, you know, you got like what? two minutes of fighting, and, you know, you know, I guess, I was, then she's dead. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a fast manner. Um, but, I mean, overall, I, I mean, that was, that's my only complaint, is just, like, the character development. Like, the, this, this you know, just the introduction of the characters themselves. But, I, I loved it. It, it was hilarious. It was action-packed. Um, the special effects are great. Uh, I love, I love, like, Michael Shannon. I, I like him as an actor. I just loved his, his character. I liked, um, like I said, Brad Pitt, um and Bad Bunny was a surprise. <laughs> I mean he plays the wolf. And uh mm-hmm. I lo- I like the scene where yeah, I mean everything was everything for me just worked. It, it it was it was good. I definitely like I said, I I would probably see it again. You know? Um so just and then I've seen uh Fall. Have you seen that one?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Oh my god, that is a That's good
0: one. gonna be just a big ball of stress.
1: That's oh I mean yeah, your heart's like racing a lot through that movie. So, I mean, the cinematography was just absolutely outstanding. Like, I'm not sure how much of it they actually filmed on this tower, but they did a lot. I don't know. I mean, that would be insane if they actually did go up there and put those girls up on those platforms. I know a lot of it was CG, you know, CG work, but a lot of it was, like, maybe they, you know, superimposed, whatever. But, but yeah, it was, was, oh, my gosh. It's just a heart-pounding movie. And then it's got a little twist at the end. You don't see coming. And you're like, okay, this happens. So obviously, you could see it going in this direction. And I'm not gonna say anything because you gotta see it, you know. But it wouldn't have it wouldn't have surprised me if if, if A had happened, and naturally it would have segued into B, you know, because of you know what you learned in A. But I mean, yeah, it was. Oh my gosh, yeah, it. it I love that movie. I will definitely see that one again too. That one's kind of like it reminds me of The Shallows you know it's got okay. that feel it's got that feel for it it's got like you know that mm-hmm. sense of hopelessness you know <laughs> and then there are moments like oh my god you know we we're, you know maybe somebody'll help us you know that kind of thing but i don't want to say too much about it like i don't want cuz i yeah i'm not known for for giving movies away i hate that but definitely see it and anybody who's listening to this if you haven't seen it then go see it because it is if it it's definitely worth the time you you will you it's a it's a whole it's a whole different experience. I mean, I've never seen a movie quite like this, you know, been being done before. I mean, they've done, like, thrillers, you know, where you're stuck somewhere, or you're, like, you know, in the shallows, you're in the water, or you're in a plane, or whatever. This was original, you know, being on top of that tower, you know, and I was getting, you know, <laughs> I was getting kind of, like, vertigo and nauseous at the same time, like, looking. And the way they did the camera work, it, it you could feel, like, if you just focused on the, on the, on the screen and don't move, you could actually feel like you're there as well, you know.
0: Something I want to you're talking about camera work and 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 stuff. Uh, Top Gun, Maverick.
1: Oh, brilliant! Absolutely, probably
0: like honestly, probably the best movie I've seen this year.
1: That was good. Yeah,
0: easily way way better than the original Top Gun.
1: Oh yeah, easily. I, mean, I think what they they compared the the scores to like uh the original to the new one Rotten Tomatoes and it got like I think the original was hanging around at like 56% and this one was like what 80s or 90s on 92 or something like that. Yeah, it was just oh um, yeah, the the cinematography was just absolutely just gorgeous. The plane work. You know, and they actually used real planes in these ones. And yeah. uh I mean not to not to like not to, you know, uh disregard, you know, um uh, Bruckheimer's work with uh, or not Bruckheimer's but um, Scott, Tony Scott's work you know because those are pretty good special effects that they use like you know good sized models Um, that that worked you know I mean but I mean it was just yeah well worth the three year wait I mean there was a lot writing for this movie it was a lot and what really really got to me was Val Kilmer's role that one yeah. I'll admit I, I, I teared up you know seeing him in his in his condition you know that's that was that was him that wasn't acting yeah. that was him right there you know putting out the effort you know the there was a, you, you knew that there was a lot of pain behind that you know and that's got to be one of the most realistic scenes i've ever seen for an actor ever you know all putting you know as much as they can of themselves knowing the limitations that they have but yet still trying you know to to make it work and he did you
0: know, he he definitely pulled it off. Yeah, yeah, just such such a good movie, and like you said, it was worth the thirty year wait. And so this is, I know it's made everybody in their grandma has seen this movie. Um, I do not. If they make a sequel, I do not want them to rush it. I, you know, this was totally worth the thirty year wait. And like Tom Cruise said, he wanted a good story, and he wanted to you know do things practically and. And that's what it kind of like took so long, and I'm totally on board with waiting God knows how many years if they do a sequel.
1: <laughs> he'll be, he'll be, he'll be, um, what was it? Um,
0: this shot Val- is really good right here. He'll be
1: Val Kilmer's character. Yeah, this one right here. <laughs>
0: just so good when you see it from Rooster's perspective, and he's just looking up, and you see Mav just shooting off those, uh, the flares, and it's just so good.
1: That was an amazing, yeah. That whole scene right there was just absolutely incredible. Like how the I I love. When I saw
0: this in theaters, uh, during this the this 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 sequence, my Apple Watch went off twice, telling me that my heart rate had elevated, (laughs) and I was just like, "Man, I had I I have a movie hasn't done that to me in a long time."
1: Or is it telling you to breathe or something? <laughs> and it's just
0: like, it was just so intense. It was just so intense.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It, it. it definitely, yeah, it was, it's it's one of those movies that you can watch over and over and not get tired of it. It'll, it'll have that same, like, it'll captivate you, you know, yeah. and uh, I love it. It was just. And,
0: and honestly, this was like the movie that brought movie theaters back, like. This yeah. is the movie you have to see in theaters. Like, mm-hmm. and where did I you don't see care it? what TV you have or what sound system. Like, seeing this on the big screen. Oh,
1: have you been? Have you been to the Icon Theater in uh, San Jose? At the
0: um, n- no.
1: Oh, okay. You gotta go. I mean, you—if you want, we can go. You know. Is that?
0: The, no hell no. I going. On <laughs> yeah. um, is that the? Is that the one that has? Does that have IMAX screens?
1: Uh, no, but they're close to it. I mean, they, okay. they, call, it the, they call it, what do they call it? IMAX Experience or whatever? I mean, it has Dolby Atmos, but the screens are as big as IMAX. I mean, I'm going to send you a picture of, of, the, of the screen. I mean, this thing is like, oh, God. I mean, think of like, the nearest thing I could think of was like, think of Best Buy, the store, the width of the store, kind of like that size. Let me see if I got it. I know I got it. I took a picture recently because I saw... Let me see. I, I think I saw Top Gun there, and it was just like it's 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 two stories. They have a they have a lower section and they have a balcony section. Okay. And uh, let's see where the nope.
0: nope. And this dogfight scene is awesome too. We don't there see is. these in movies anymore.
1: Oh, I saw nope on the on the, on the on the screen. We'll there, we'll is. get
0: to nope because nope was really 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 good too. I want to hear your thoughts on that, but just they this dogfighting scene, we don't see this anymore in movies.
1: Mm-mm. Nope. It definitely brought back the old school, like, and the F-14. That was that. That did it for me. That was cool. That is, yeah, that is my favorite plane right there of all time. Would be the F-14. And my nephew, uh, he absolutely loved this movie. He fell in love with like the F-14. He now he's like building a model of it. He had a little toy plane of it. And so it was funny because I'm not sure if you're familiar with this movie, um, but I was like Liam, you guys said you got to watch this movie with with me and with me and Grandpa. So we put it on for him. And the movie is the Final Countdown. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of that one? Yeah, I've heard of it. Okay, so it's basically like it's just like a it's like a movie glorifying the Navy. It's just like a lot of great cinema. I mean, the cinematography in that in that movie is really good too, considering it was made in seventy seventy nine, and it's got a great cast. It's got you know Kirk Douglas. It's got Martin Sheen. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just the, the, you know, the, the, for the premise is like a sci-fi story. They get caught up in this, in this, in this time warp or something. They get, somehow they mysteriously get pushed back to 1941, just like days before Pearl Harbor. And the, the, they got that question, like the, the time paradox, the time travel question, like if you were to travel back in time, you know, if you killed your, if you met your grandfather, you killed him, would you cease to exist? That kind of thing. So they're kind of like debating Like, is it our obligation to assist, you know, the current Navy here, you know, with what weapons we have, you know, and and, uh, will we change history? How how will that be changed? Will that be for the good or for the bad? Will we exist if we, you know, go back in time, go go forward in time, that kind of thing? Um, Yeah. But again, the the cinematography on that one is just awesome. I mean, it's just f14s all over the place, and my nephew was just like soaking it all in. <laughs> he, he loved it. So, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a. I mean, if you like jets and if you like you know movies like that, then that would be a good one to check out. But this one, yeah, this this one was just so cool. Just seeing you know him take on those those advanced jets right there. <laughs> it is his I like how they they show the the, the back uh the back pat the um. Navigator seat, you know, for the F fourteen, it's like nothing but like circuits,
0: yeah, and switches <laughs> and all that. Yeah, makes you
1: realize how old that plane really
0: is. You know, <laughs> I love seat right here. Is uh, they they shoot down the the, the last base. of what they think is the Gen five fighters, and mm-hmm. Rooster finally gets the radio working, and they see on their on their radar like, nope, there's one more. Mm-hmm.
1: And yep, here he's and, coming it, straight it, at him.
0: It was like perfectly timed like you're like yeah they did it they survived and it's like oh shit Mm -hmm. there's still one more and then when he says he's on our nose and he's coming straight for him and they're out of ammo everything.
1: And he just launches that That missile. (laughs) Yeah. That was yeah that was really good.
0: And then Hangman comes to save him at the very end. Oh,
1: <laughs> Hangman was such a dick in this movie. I was like, oh, I would not. i was it was to the point. I was like, you know what? If he blows up, I would miss him. <laughs> so. You know what? But the
0: the actor Glenn Powell, he's gonna be he's gonna be somebody.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I liked the, the care. I like the character he played. You know, he he was convincing as a you know arrogant hotshot pilot. You know, he he carried it off well.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be oh, he's gonna gosh, be a star. Yeah
1: these these flight these these jet scenes are just fantastic and yeah. all they can do now with like the camera work with little you know with high definition cameras with little camera drones and you know get shots that you normally would not have been able to get you know before i mean it just you know i'm sure some of these directors want to go back and like they'd be like redo some certain sequences and stuff for older older movies yeah like that would not be a bad idea like to go back in top gun and You know kind of reshoot the these the scenes you know using uh you know better equipment you know more high def equipment yeah i know like you said you know the you think you think they've gotten away you can breathe a sigh of relief and -hmm. your heart kind of like starts you know you know slowing down from its you know (laughs) heart attack pace and then all of a sudden there's that one jet coming out yeah and i at first i was like usually for me I can usually predict where a movie's going to go and how it's going to end and everything, but this is one of the like a few times where like is he going to survive? Is he not? Like the first time that he he went down, you know, I was like, "Huh, this could be I could see this as kind of a swan song for for Maverick, you know, like going out this way. It wouldn't have surprised me. It would have been, you know, kind of cool." But, you know, the hero usually doesn't die, so it is another day.
0: Yeah. Um but Top Gun, probably the best movie I've seen this year. Another really good movie was Nope.
1: Absolutely. Yep.
0: And Jordan Peele does it again.
1: <laughs> I was, I definitely liked this one more so than Us. I had Us yeah. figured out What'd in like mean? five minutes. When I first saw that scene, a little girl, you know, facing the hall, in the mirror room and I was like, in the
0: mirror room. Yeah. I, like, ah, I, know where this yeah. Is.
1: I knew this one and I was just like, should I even finish watching it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, get, get Out for me is still like his best movie. But Nope is it's up number there. two for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's up there. I like uh,
1: he, he definitely has like a a uh, Rod Serling like uh mm, slant to to that to that story right there because he can tell sci fi, and he <clears throat> he added like you said he well he, he added a bit of horror to it. You know, like they were comparing it to like Alien. You know how like Ridley Scott pretty much invented sci-fi horror, you know, with with that movie right there. And this mm-hmm. just kind of like is in the same vein, where it's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the the some of those scenes, you know, where you, where you hear the, like the people screams and stuff, like when they're being carried out by the... You you think of it as a ship at first, you know, and it's like, oh god, this is terrible, you know, you're you're hearing these these sounds and everything, and the the part where it's like, you know, when it's raining and then it starts really raining, and it was just. Horrible, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> like what's going on here? <laughs> this is terrible." Yeah, it's it's
0: uh, especially you know me loving you know what are they not UFOs anymore, the UAPs and the thought of aliens and stuff. This uh, this was like right up my alley.
1: Oh my God! You know what scared and, the shit uh, out of me was when he's in the corral in the stable and he sees what you think is the alien and yeah that was
0: okay so that scene in particular the tension build up and how long it was going for was perfect it wasn't too much it wasn't too little um it was the right amount of tension for you know because he, he you can clearly see something and you're like oh shit and it moves mm. and then the other one leans out it's it's the like, <laughs> jordan peele has he does really, really he does like a, such a good job with building tension, keeping it, and then easing off of it. It's not just this complete rush of just like tension that's it's where it's overdone. And you're like, okay, get on with it. Like, like, we get it. Cool. There's something there. Like, it was perfect.
1: Yeah, it was the, kind of, the
0: perfect amount of tension.
1: And I kind of wondered, like, does he? I mean, when you when you create that kind of tension, like when you go out and think, okay, here's. How we're going to make the scene like do we how how long do we drag it on how long you know and before like you realize it's too much too little like do they actually like test this with with audiences or do, with themselves thinking this is you know x amount of time should go by before you know you cut it and i'm thinking like you know it, it just yeah it worked it really did because like you're just like kind of i was pushing back in my seat when i when i was yeah i was just kind of like uh oh. Uh, uh. (laughs) and then you see the little head just turn i was like oh shit
0: (laughs) yeah when you see the second one lean out it's like oh fuck like (laughs) holy shit (laughs) but like like i said like you know it was the perfect amount of tension because it's a slow build where he walks into the corral and the light you know he turns everything off because some of the things were on and there's something in the corner of his eye and he turns and then you see something and it, he's staring at it for just a few seconds, but it's the right amount yeah. of time. And then it just builds and you know, there's something there. There's something watching him. And then the second one leans out and you're like, oh, shit, because that's the one that grabs you.
1: <laughs> yes, that's the one that you're. Okay. Like, stops for a second. The
0: monkey scenes the was that those scenes were disturbing as fuck.
1: Oh, yeah, it so really like
0: that was just just disturbing, and just seeing uh I think it was a chimp just covered in blood, and and it was just oh, and the bodies laying there, and just oh man, disturbing as
1: fuck, yeah it, it definitely was it it was, and you realize like I guess there's. I guess there's there's more elements to it. Like even he admitted that there were there was like there's more background information to these characters. To like you know the 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 one that was the childhood star. Um, what was his name? Bo? No, not Bo. Um,
0: it's it's, it's Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: Jupe. His name was Jupe. Jupiter. Yeah. And I was like, there's there's got to be like him. Yeah, right there. Um, I'm like, there's got to be more more to it you know like why are they showing this scene and then you see him like after he's kind of like reminiscing about what what he what he experienced he never got over that you clearly know he didn't get over that just by like him sitting there and he's got that blank look on his expression you know like blank blank expression on his face and he's just like he clearly was not over that (laughs) it it messed him up for life you know (laughs) because he was the only survivor
0: and well shit fucking just from watching the movie that shit messed me up
1: <laughs> yeah, like the oh and
0: then my. the part where they execute the chimp too was just yes. uh. and He's
1: just about to go in for the fist bump, and little boy's like yeah. He's like maybe I'll live through it. Maybe you know. And then <laughs> I was like, oh shit.
0: <laughs> and then I mean that? the character, just the characters. A nope, Uh Angel, the fries technician, <laughs> yes. that guy. That was me. That was when I did Geek Squad. That that, that was me. <laughs> you know, and he's just. Constantly, you know, what he's watching the cameras and he's <laughs> yeah. just in the, just as you know, in the aliens as as uh a <laughs> sister was and Yeah. <laughs> just the characters, it's just you know but it was everything about this movie and then yeah, it's not a ship, it's that's the alien. Like yep. holy fuck. <laughs>
1: that was that was good. That was good. So you mentioned I'm just... yourself as, as angel, huh? Okay, all right. <laughs>
0: That was, you know, like oh my god.
1: I liked it. It w- it was really good.
0: It yeah. was really good. Okay, so uh you know, we're talking about nope and obviously we're going to dive into some spoilers. So, is he is he actually on the horse or is she thinking that she sees him and he's not actually there? Have you have you um People have been asking. People have been that, wondering. I never is
1: that is I mean?
0: Is he dead, and she's just wishing that he I was never, there, and she's hallucinating that he's there, or is he actually alive?
1: I have to say he was alive because in this in this instance, they didn't like necessarily like put any hallucinogens, like or or any kind of like like are you think? Do you think you're seeing? You know who you think you're seeing? That kind of thing. I mean, everything was pretty. I don't want to say cut and dry because there was a lot of stuff that was just you know that was yeah. But in that instance, I don't think that that it was. Um, I think he. I think he survived. I, I really do. I mean, what do you think?
0: I mean, I think he survived. Yeah, it was I mean, such like a westerny way to like for him. You know, he's just sitting there on uh, was it Lucky? Yes. And he's just like you know the you know the the dust is you know, is flying and everything, and she just sees, like, this figure in the back, and sure enough, it's him. He survived. He's unlucky. Very, very westerny. you know. He made it through the gunfight, essentially, like, and he's back.
1: And you know uh, what I He like... survived. You know what I like here, is when watching the trailer over and over a couple of times, um, I like the fact that he didn't give away the ending like there's so many movies nowadays i guess that's a a complaint people are talking about like when you see a trailer they're like you're giving you're you're showing like pretty much everything in in in, like three minutes and it's like what's the point of going to see the movie if you're just you know showing scenes here 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 and then all of a sudden bam there's the end right there you know but in this instance he didn't you know and i I like that you know he didn't show like the 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 really crucial parts of, of the movie kept that you know you have to see it for yourself you know
0: well i remember when this trailer first came out it was during the super bowl and uh you know there were so many theories like why is there like what happened to that woman's
1: face you yeah. know um what was nope about it, the, the title itself cuz when i saw when i first saw the title the poster it was all in caps and i was like there's got to be something to this and immediately like on reddit somebody had come out like oh nope means not of planet earth and i thought
0: not of planet earth that, yeah that
1: makes perfect sense i mean yes okay I'll, that that's probably the best you know explanation for the title <laughs> so because, yeah, the, the, the font got to me. And I was like, why is it all in caps? And, and that was, I mean, because, yeah, wh- whatever he does, you know, there's always a purpose to it. Yeah. It's not just, you know, random. And apparently, there is a there is a guy, did you read about this? I should have kept the article, because there was a guy, I, I don't remember this, but in one scene where everybody apparently is running away from, I'm not sure if it's the alien or if it's something else, but this one guy is actually walking towards, you know, the the area of like conflict. Or that guy? Yeah. Yes, and people are saying what is this guy's story? And apparently, Jordan Peele himself has said there's there's an actual story to this guy, and it may may involve another movie, perhaps. Because he's got that look, he's got this smi- like a smile on him, like he knows. Yeah, he's got
0: like a smirk, like, like he knows what's going on.
1: Something up? Yeah, he's like. Hey, you you guys don't know what's what's happening, but I do. You know, <laughs> so yeah, that that got a lot of people's attention, and he admitted it. He said, "There's there's something to that guy's story right there. There's more to it."
0: Yeah, because everyone's running in one direction, and he's just calmly walking
1: in the opposite direction. What scene was this? Because apparently it was a deleted scene. I don't remember this. I don't remember this scene either. This didn't make the cut. I don't... No, I it didn't. looks like it's on a on a studio.
0: I think this is. I'm going to assume this is. Uh...
1: Maybe the commercial for the for that horse.
0: No, I think this is the uh, scene with the uh, the chimp. This is the I think that's the audience leaving, oh. running from the.
1: Because
0: remember, they filmed that show in front of a live audience, that's and right. then
1: something right. triggers. I think
0: the, the balloons pop because you can see uh, right here on the top right that looks like it's a six. That looks like a stage. So stage six, stage five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This looks like a movie or a TV
1: lot. Yeah, but that guy right there, he's he's a. Uh extremely mysterious you know <laughs> so like what would have set that chimp off though i mean
0: well i think it was the balloons yes um, but the maybe sounds. Like,
1: why though you know like
0: well i mean because he was you know a, a, he was probably uh in captivity or something and you know these sounds um, but it looks
1: like he's also wearing scrubs did you see him
0: yeah i could see yeah he's wearing scrubs which is kind of yeah
1: that's another thing is he an actor was he an extra on a set or something or you know was he on a different show i mean like i don't know maybe it's maybe Peels just like maybe this is one of those things where appeals is like leading people on like to speculate for themselves which would yeah. be fantastic you know like because he like he seems to like that kind of thing where this was kind of like open-ended people are and i know people were kind of like um a little upset like like, oh, this was the alien, this is it, you know, this was, like, kind of a biologic instead of being, like, an actual flying saucer kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, well, was it really from space or is it from around here? Because, remember, the whole argument about it was, like, this thing is territorial, you know, it finds a feeding ground and it's going to stick around, and they were kind of, like, speculating how long has this, you know, this thing been around, you know? I mean, has it been camouflaging itself for, you know, years and years and years, you know? did it I mean, did it just recently come or was it... Has it been here forever, or was is it part of Earth itself, or or what? You know.
0: Yeah. But just all the chimp scenes, man. What was <laughs> it, what, do you, what was what is your take on the the shoe standing
1: up? You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to make of that. Uh, it was Cause... by itself. There was nothing propping it up. It it seemed like it was you know held up by anti gravity. You know, and that's how he had it on display, you know, but he had to put it on yeah. on, a, on a on a on a pin or a stand or something in order for you know to achieve that effect but but as for that that shoe right there, yeah, it's like why or how, you know, so
0: I think that for me, I think it kind of some people were saying, oh, well, you know because we're seeing it from his perspective um are you know, are we seeing it from Jupe's perspective as a kid? So could he have just, you know, because, you know, as time goes on, we add and remove things in our memories. And we think that, you know, the way things happen didn't actually happen. Um, so people were saying, well, he just imagined the shoe like that. And then uh, he thought he saw the shoe like that. Or the shoe was actually standing like that. And he took it as like some sort of miracle, which is why he's so obsessed with the, the alien, because it's a it's a miracle and it's this whole thing that spirals out of control uh you know people have all these theories but it was just for me i like it was kind of like a blink and you miss it with the shoe
1: yeah no i, um, I noticed it instantly i was like wait why is the shoe standing up yeah <laughs> and they never
0: reference it but then yeah but when you see when he's showing them his collection and it's like yeah the shoe's there it's the same shoe and it's standing mm-hmm. up
1: yeah just oh, it was just creepy seeing that uh hearing that monkey just gnawing that girl's face right there <laughs> it was just like oh i'm just cringing <laughs> it's good. i was
0: not i wasn't prepared for that there was, that like, was there was no lead up to it or anything it was just you know that's how the movie started and it was just fuck
1: yeah and, and again that was another another area where the suspense was was perfect you know perfectly played out wasn't too long wasn't too short you know and you've got those those shots where it's just like nothing you just see like the set and then you slowly see, you know, the chimp coming out and slowly going around and taking his time, you know, as if for him, it's nothing's happened. He's already like, you know, he's calmed down, you know, but he's, you know, whatever that those balloons triggering him, you know, you see and he and then he goes to the little, to the girl and he like kind of bumps her like, why aren't you getting up? You know, but then he continues to like chew on her face and I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is horrible. Yeah.
0: Such a good movie, though,
1: yeah, no I, I I love it.
0: another movie that I've seen, and this is probably gonna disappoint you, Ray, but another movie I've seen a million times and is so good is Sing Two.
1: Oh, no, I loved it. I saw it. okay. like it no I, I, I love the sing movies. Uh, I, yeah, they're 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 cute. they're pleasant. I mean, it's a breath of fresh air for, you know, for um. A lot of the movies that we watch, you know, the one thing that gets to me, I can't still get over, is is um, is uh, Matthew McConaughey playing, the, you know, playing the koala. I still can't believe that's his voice because it doesn't sound like him. I mean, he really like hides his accent a lot in this one. It's, it's like, like, I said, I, I yeah, it just doesn't sound at all like him. <laughs> yeah, I love these, the, the sing movies.
0: No, those are they're, they're so they're so good. Yeah, especially Sing Two. Yes, because it's like, man, Taron Egerton—you can totally see why he played Elton John. Yep, mm-hmm. that dude yep. can sing. Reese Witherspoon has pipes. Like,
1: <laughs> they all do. They, they chose well when they cast uh, the, the, these these voices and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it's so <laughs> good.
1: I love the uh, the Donald Trump uh, wolf. You know, <laughs> he was just hilarious. But Mr. Uh, crystal, huh? Crystal, Mr. crystal, yeah. crystal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah no no that no, those are cute I love miss um Miss crawley <laughs> the, the, the iguana <laughs> <She's,
0: okay. laughs> oh, uh, what else have I want I've watched have you seen Black phone with Ethan Hawk no, I
1: haven't yet I have that yet. is I've really good too see that i've heard I've heard it's really good
0: yeah that's I also haven't really seen
1: good. I haven't seen the Viking no not the Viking oh the northman the northman the northman,
0: northman. yeah have you no, I haven't seen that either. I've heard
1: it's, I've heard it's fantastic. I, I've heard, I mean, n- nothing but good things about it. Yeah, uh, especially since it's got, like, uh, it's got a strong cast. I mean, how you can, can you go with Ethan Hawke? Uh, my, I think it's got Ethan Hawke. Uh, it's got uh, Alexander, Alex Skarsgård. Uh, it's got Willem Dafoe, you know, Nicole Kidman. And, yeah, so, it, it, I mean, it, it's, it's on Peacock. I could watch it anytime. I just keep forgetting to. But um, have you seen The Sandman?
0: Oh the series on Netflix yep yeah. no, I
1: haven't that is fantastic i mean i i've actually i I've, I've become mesmerized by the show I really have, and I think you'll like it i I have a friend who uh, a coworker who is uh works with me and he is a big guyman like buff i mean for him, it's like the sandman is the the pinnacle of, of graphic novels and he he went in with a very critical you know eye to it and he he came away he was blown away he was like this is the the graphic novel come to life. He goes, they did it perfectly. Of course, there's always going to be, you know, the, the characters or, you know, who plays what and how they, you know, how they brought them, you know, to life and everything. Um, but he was like, no. He goes, for me, he goes, they, they cast well. They, they, storylines, he goes, they follow, he goes, each, each episode is like the, gra- like one graphic novel contained, like self-contained. So it's like the first 10, you know, books uh, of, the, of the, of the, of the graphic novel. And they're like, I like 95 total. So, um yeah, I'm up to like number six right now. I'm watching the, the the sixth one. And uh number five, oh my god. That was just like I can't believe what I'm seeing. It, it was it's just like what the fuck is going on here moments, you know, it's like takes place in this cafe and you know, if you're not familiar with Salmon, it's like this one character is letting everybody's uh truths come out. Or so he thinks. You know, he thinks he's doing them a favor and it just the the sequence that plays out is is just incredible, you know. <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm just sitting there like wide eyed, like oh yeah, I got, I got a blink, you know, <laughs> and watching, watching everything happen. Um, but I think you'll enjoy it. it. It really, I mean, if you like, if you like, you know, like comic adaptations and stuff, then this is definitely one that that works. You know, he they really pulled it off.
0: Yeah, I've heard good things. I I actually seen I think a few minutes of an episode actually. um where he's at that, uh, it was like a serial killers convention or whatever. I don't think I've seen that one yet. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and he's like, there's all these different like serial killers and like they're all talking, and it's like, a, it literally looks like a, a convention because I've never read the graphic novels, so mm-hmm. I haven't either. This, is, this has been one of those like, they have if they do it, they have to do it right kind of thing. Like, it's almost like impossible to do to yeah. make, like, uh, like Dune, where oh. it's like, oh, you know, this. If they do it they have to do it a certain way or you know.
1: Yeah, no, this one, this one they pulled it off. I have been impressed. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Dune, and,
1: Petey. Yeah, so speaking of Dune,
0: of... I wanna hear uh your thoughts, because you're I... uh you're a big Dune fanatic and Yeah. I, I, I love was, I was very curious to hear what uh you think of Dune.
1: So I uh, you know, I've re- read the books. I have I, I actually found a reprint of the Dune Encyclopedia which is like the bible of dune uh it covers like the first let's see like six novels and it was written uh, under a pseudonym for herbert wrote the, the 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 encyclopedia but wrote it under a pseudonym and this is the, i mean the book is a wealth of information like if if you want like the background information watch you got to get that book or get that book for the for the novels the movie itself is nothing short of brilliant I mean I fell in love with it just by the music I heard the music first because I got to hear the soundtrack early on and when hearing it I thought this is this is gonna be something to see this is definitely gonna be worth your time and attention Um, and yes they chose they chose so well with Paul I'd never really seen Timothy Chalamet um, until now. This was like the first movie I'd really fully seen with him, except for Interstellar, which I completely forgot he was in. That was like his first movie that he he was in. Um, his his role was so small, but this one right here, he is Paul. He brings Paul to life, like like the two others hadn't been able to, like Kyle MacLachlan, and then there was the uh, what is his name, Eric Newman, for the Sci Fi Channel. And I thought the Sci Fi Channels was great. I mean, it was everybody always complained about the Dune, you know, uh, miniseries because they were like, "Oh, the production values are crap," you know. They, you know, the special effects are weak. Okay, you're you had the Sci-Fi Channel back in 2000 trying to do something right, you know, trying to bring this to life and something they hadn't been done before. They did a great job with what, what they had. This is the novel come to life exactly as is. I mean, it has that otherworldly feel like it takes place in the year 10,000, you know, 196 or something, I forget a year. And, you know, human beings by that time have 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 changed a bit. You know, you ha- but it's it's always hard to like it's always it's easy to bring up to to write a book and describe, you know, how you want humans to be at a certain period of time. It's a lot harder to bring them to life and to show that. You know, but they had that 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 far-flung you know um, aspect to them where things are just different you know the culture is different the the though their the worldly outlook is different um, the uh, the feudalism you know the, 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 that they go back to you know that they obviously you know revert to but it's worked for over what 10,000 years or more so um, the costumes the the settings, the settings were, were absolutely, like, Herbert really never put a lot of work into describing, like, the, the backgrounds of the story. His was more about, like, the, um, the, the characters, the stories, you know, the, the, everything about the, 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 uh, the plot. So he, I mean, he would describe, like, you know, where they're at, like, you know, the Castle Caledon, and then there was the Siege on, on, on Arrakis and, and so forth. And, like, Giddy Prime, he, he, you know, put some some thought into it, but, like, not, not a lot. So they kind of had to, like, go, you know, make up as they go along and, and still get that, that quality that, that that it feels like doing. And in this, it definitely does. Like, they have the machines, they have interstellar travel, but they don't have computers. You know, and there's a reason for it. You know, if you're not a Dune fan, you you're not gonna realize like they don't have you don't see them with like a lot of screens or keyboards or whatever. You know, because there's a reason for it. Um, and yeah, I mean, just yeah, uh, Duke Leto, um, Oscar Isaac. I loved I loved his his role, and I loved Jason Momoa. He was so good as as a Duncan Idaho. I like James Brolin as Gurney. I mean. He was so such a passionate, you know. He he brought such passion to that role, and um, it was yeah. It's it's nothing short of of a uh, brilliant. The ornithopters that was that was one that was curious when I was going to see how they how they were going to do because that was one of the hardest ones that they had to that he admitted that they had to um, to design. It's like because in in Dune in the book he kind of described them as like butterfly ish or dragonflies, kind of like. And so they never quite hit the mark in the original, which, you know, they original was it was just trash. You <laughs> know, there, there's a whole story on that one right there why it didn't work. The uh and in the mini series, they didn't capture it as well. They they did a version where it was like looked like little wings behind them with propellers inside the, the wings. Um but, you know, I mean they again but here they captured it all. I mean they they got everything right. I really don't have a critique about this movie, uh the Sand Crawlers, um you know the not Sand Crawlers, but the uh the Harvesters uh the technology, the architecture of this film just screams, you know, authentic. You know, like like I said, just the book come to life. Even changing of the characters like when they brought when they changed uh, Liet Kynes to a female. I got no problems with that. I liked her character, you know. I just liked how everything just just jumps off the screen, and it is just it just works. Stellan Skarsgård as the du- as the Baron, you know he he plays it with such a a uh, a subtle you know subtle evil, you know he, he's very he, he's not bombastic, he's not like the crazy you know the crazy Baron in the original tune. Um, no, the Baron wasn't like that in the novel. He he was very calculating. He was very controlled of himself. Was he evil? Yes, he was definitely. Was he ruthless? Absolutely. You know, but it was all like that. It was all just he. He maintained, you know, himself. Um, just you know, kept planning and planning, and just yeah. I can't wait for the second half. <laughs> and I was I was so surprised when I heard who they got to play Shaddam the Fourth. They they actually have gotten Christopher Walken to play Shaddam, and I was just like, holy shit! I I I mean, brilliant actor. You know you can't i mean second to none but i just i i i just can't see him playing such a a a heavy heavy role um but i'm i mean venu must know what he's doing if he if he wanted him and, and cast him you know so it'll be interesting to see how walken brings that character to life as well because you don't see the emperor in here um because you really didn't have to. I mean, some people complain, like, oh, you don't get to see Irulan, you don't really... But you don't... In the book, you don't really see Irulan either until, like, the second part of the book. Um, she's just a narrative, like, telling the story at be, at the beginning of each chapter. And from there, you know, then you see more of her after the second half. Um, and, you know, then she'll come in again. But uh, it'll, be, it'll be quite interesting to see, you know, just how, how everything, like, works for the second movie. But this one was just fantastic. I mean... Oh my God! Yeah, just yeah. Shalame Shalame did a did a brilliant performance. I really liked him for the role here as Paul.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was a good movie. I never read the books or anything. Um, I know how uh, taxing that is for a lot of people to those books in particular. Um, and we talked about Doom before in a previous episode, but and I remember you having I don't want to say doubts, but reservations. Yeah. Um, and yeah. but I mean, Villanueva—he hasn't had He hasn't. I don't think any of his movies have been bad. They've all been top-notch. Yeah. You know, Their works of uh, art
1: is what they are. You know. I mean, Prisoner,
0: Sicario, Arrival, Blade Runner.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are they are brilliant. They are they're they're, they're, they're yeah they're artwork. You know, it's it's it. Each one is different. You know, and and it just each one works in its own way. Mm -hmm. i like i said i mean i i was not disappointed at all with uh with this like you said we we talked about this you know this was like what three years ago maybe four years ago when we first learned that dune was you know going to be made and it was just like oh god here we go again you know (laughs) how is this going to be how is this going to be done you know i mean but yeah the in and even that little the box you know when when paul puts his hand in there and she has the comb jabbar to his neck I mean that was just I can just like I could just see that in my mind reading it you know from the book itself you know and I can remember like certain passages it was all coming back to me and you know I think I've talked about this before like if if I tend to read a book and I really really like it and they make an adaptation to it I probably won't see the movie there are very very few exceptions and where if I've seen the movie and I know that there's a book out chances are I probably won't read the book because I'll be making those comparisons this is one of those times when I was not disappointed with either or. I mean, I was not disappointed with how the film came out because it it just, yeah, I was, it just completely, you know, fulfilled every expectation I had of it.
0: Yeah, it it, it was, it was a really, really good movie. Really, really well done. Cast was everybody, everybody was good. I'm just looking through um, part two. November seventeenth,
1: twenty twenty three, mm-hmm. and they've already started filming. They they've already started. They've already started. Yeah, in, in they of, just started in July, I believe. Yeah, so they've been filming for a month. I think they're going to finish up like in October, if I believe September, either this month or next month. So they got like a few months of filming, like the actual you know, the dialogue and the, the character scenes and everything's now post production. It takes forever, but some of the scenes that they're filming were in Italy, um, and that's led to speculation that. Those are the parts that are going to be taking place on Kaiten, which is the capital world for the the, uh, the Galactic Empire, where Shaddam is, you know, is ruler. And so those might, because uh, that's where, um, I don't know her name, but the, the, the actress that's going to be playing Irulan, that's where she was at. So chances are Christopher Walken was there as well. He would have had to have been, you know, and then they've been filming in Jordan and in uh, Hungary, I think Budapest and stuff, and certain scenes so um but italy italy i can't remember like not venice or not an obvious city but it's like in, in a city that has like a lot of uh, historic architecture so they're probably going to use that you know in um, in the in the movie so that'll be interesting to see
0: uh, who is playing the princess um, what was um it? it was uh florence pew yes
1: yeah that and then uh, i don't think i've where have I seen her before? I know she's she's gonna be good. I I like who they. She's
0: are. from uh Midsummer.
1: Oh God, yes. So <laughs> and then uh, oh, she's, uh, the new, a uh,
0: she's Yelena, she's Elena, the new Black Widow in the okay.
1: movies. All right, all right. But yeah, oh my God, Midsummer that was oof. <laughs> still gives me chills to this day. Midsummer, I... that's
0: such that's such a good movie though.
1: Oh it, no, no doubt. You know,
0: such a good movie.
1: Yeah, I love A24. They they got some really good good movies. Yeah,
0: but I don't think they've done a bad movie.
1: No. Did you ever see um Saint Maud? No. You got to check that one out. That one is creepy. I mean, yeah. It's about this woman who is she's a nurse. It takes place in England, so she's uh, like part of that uh, national health insurance, I think, and she gets a she she's very, you know, very religious. You know, she she you see her in the trailer like shoving like pins into her shoes so that the pin part is sticking up and she gets another shoes and presses down and like you just like you know you shudder you know you realize the pain that's going on um so she's given this assignment where it's a the woman who is um she cancer survivor i think where she's going through chemo and she's a former like ballerina uh everybody you know she's very popular and loved and everything and this this girl Gets into her head thinking that she must save her from, you know, from damnation or something and It, it just it's just her, her descent into madness, you know thinking She becomes so obsessed with this with this woman, you know, and her her, her mission that she thinks she's on and it just consumes her and um, Yeah, it's just the ending, the ending is just like holy shit, <laughs> you know, like wow But that's 824, you know, they, they just do really really good stuff
0: yeah, I think, I know. I think maybe I have seen it. No, I don't think I have. Or maybe I've seen it a little bit because mods played by the girl. She's the um, in the new Lord of the Rings series. She's Galadriel in. Uh,
1: oh, really? Okay. You know, I, haven't Rings seen of Power. It. I haven't seen that. I've seen the first episode.
0: The first episode. It's pretty good.
1: Okay. I mean, I it better
0: be they spent God knows how much money. <laughs> What's the first? Game. <laughs>
1: 750 million dollars on season one alone.
0: Yeah, it's just like,
1: yeah, an insane amount of money. Yeah, so this, yeah, you're right. This is better work,
0: or yeah, she plays, yeah, she plays Gladriel. And, uh, no, maybe I have seen, no, I don't think I've seen Saint Maud, but I think I might have seen a preview or something. You're gonna like
1: it, it it definitely is, is worth watching.
0: Um, I brought up Marvel earlier, um and we haven't talked in a long time, so where do you think... Where do you think Marvel's at right now? Especially Mar- with all their shows.
1: Marvel is kind of, like, in a in an interesting state. Like, it's kind of, um... After Avengers, there was, like, that peak right there, and, and, you know, it was, like, on such a high, and they could have lived off that for a while, but then, you know, they have their plan, they have this, like, big old plan, phase one, two, three, four, and they're on phase four right now. Um... And they're introducing all these like background characters. All those all these like I, I you can't even call them like eight you know, B listers because they were they were like Marvel's like, you know, um different like way, way back. Like maybe like C characters, you know, C List characters, maybe even D. Like you got uh oh, what's it that Moon um Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Then you have the Eternals, and then you've got like um you know uh she hulk now um and you got what well spider-man but spider-man was a i mean awesome movie uh the spider man movies and but it was interesting because the eternals i really wasn't like so involved in it i did like the new uh the new doctor the new doctor strange that was that was really really good but then it kind of like it peaked right it, you know you kind of had a little peak again and then it's it's kind of like I don't want to see declining but it's kind of flatlining it, 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 that's i guess the best word like marvel's kind of flatlined you know with with certain things even though but she hawk was really good too i i i, I like it um my brother loves it you know but he likes everything marvel um so but I, I i thought it was impressive i i do like you know the characters and stuff um but i don't know it just seems like marvel's Kind of like near the end of its of its of its life, you know. There, I mean, how many more characters? How many more uh like new characters that they can introduce, or, or, you know? I think
0: they're kind of in a lull period.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either, you know. Just and I think
0: a lot. I mean, a lot of it has to do with COVID too, though. I mean,
1: that's true. Think... Like, well, Scarlet, look what the no, not Black Widow. Black Widow is a perfect example of of COVID. You know, killing a, a movie with the potential that it had. I mean, how yeah. is Scarlett Johansson's suing Disney for exactly that reason right there she felt that you know they they limited her her performance over what yeah because of it didn't get released like in theaters right it was just means just streaming it's
0: straight, it's straight to disney plus yeah that's
1: right yeah cuz it, it limited her, her potential earnings i think for for what she could have made <laughs> i mean i mean and i don't know they didn't do that on purpose it was just you know covid you know I and mean, what can you do
0: i think they kind of been a little lull period i think I think what our fear with Star Wars, um, oversaturation, which we talked about with Star Wars a long time ago. Yep. On one of our earlier episodes, I think that's what's happening with Marvel. Um And you can't The shows it, have been the shows have been pretty good. Yeah. Um Yeah, the shows have m-
1: been I mean you can
0: I think for me, I think out of all of the shows so far, I think Miss Marvel has been one of the better ones in introducing a new character. Moon Knight was pretty good. I like She-Hulk. Moon Knight was different though. Moon Knight
1: was like the anti-hero guy. You know, he was kind of like, um, like a Ghost Rider. Well, Ghost Rider is another Marvel character which I, I hear that they're going to be like, somewhere along the line they might be introducing him. You know, I've heard. Like, yeah, that'll that'll probably
0: be... Cool. That'll actually probably be pretty soon.
1: That'd be pretty I soon because I like... I mean... Everybody really got on Nicolas Cage playing, but I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I, I enjoyed that the the first movie. It was it was interesting. Of course, that was before like Marvel had laid out all its like you know plans into the phases and everything. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was okay. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Like, and now you got Daredevil, you know, coming back. You know how they how he was re- reintroduced again. That was really cool.
0: Yeah, he was the one for sure that needed to come back. I know Jessica Jones is coming back. I know Kristen yep. Ritter's coming back as Jessica Jones. Um,
1: Vince Vaughn is really pulling for uh, for uh, uh, Daredevil to come back as well. He really liked playing. Um, uh, oh, uh, been,
0: Vince D'Onofrio.
1: Vincent D'Onofrio. I'm sorry, D'Onofrio. Yes.
0: Yeah, he's he's just money as kingpin, though. Yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> he is. I mean, he, he like, nails it.
0: He, yeah, he. I was curious to see uh, when I had heard that he was gonna, you know, when that leak came out that he was gonna be in Hawkeye. Uh, I was curious to see if how much, how different his character was gonna be here versus how it was in Daredevil, and uh, yeah, he was basically the same dude.
1: It's well, I mean, you can't really tone down the character because Disney imported all their shows from Netflix, and remember when you had to go through like the whole like. Unlock all that content and everything when uh, I don't we probably had to do that as well, you know, to because some of the stuff is considered what like NC not NC 17, but definitely like TV you know, so Disney's not so like I think they're 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 getting their hands dirty a little more now, you know, they're realizing it's not such a bad thing. I mean, you don't want to like change the characters all you know, alter them for what they for what they you've already seen, you know, you have to continue, yeah. you know, it's like asking. Deadpool, you know, to tone it down to a PG thirteen movie. I mean, I think Ryan Reynolds would fight that one to the nail because I know, think they've
0: that, already said to that the next Deadpool it'll it'll be the same. It'll be rated R. Exactly. You can't you
1: can't like <laughs> you can't you know you can't ask that character to change you know on a whim or because you know Disney's ethics or whatever. They realize they'll make a ton of money. You know, it just it's just got to be so.
0: Yeah, I do feel there is, like, an oversaturation, though, with Marvel. I would have been fine with them, especially after Endgame and how that ended if we didn't get, like, another Marvel movie for a few years.
1: And focus on, like, the series?
0: Yeah, and just kind of bring in new characters, which, I mean, which they've done. But, you know, it was, like, right after Endgame, we got Black Widow, and then, oh, it was after Black Eternals, which was kind of just, yeah. I mean, it was good, but... You know, I think a lot of people were really let down by that movie, and we're just kind of just done with Marvel after that.
1: Yeah, and then you got like the introduction of what, what was his name um, at the end. of
0: Oh, uh, what is his name? Eros. No. What, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanos' brother, I think.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I mean, you get some that? surprises and everything, you know. They're they're the Easter eggs, of course, you know. But I, I was remember I remember again reading that they were talking about that like. Marvel is kind of like not focusing on those anymore. Like you're not going to see like in future movies or whatever, like the whole setup for another movie, you know, like everybody was, you know, you would watch it and you see the end for the Easter egg and you see, okay, well, this is, this is what's coming next. And they're like, you're not going to see that much anymore. If any, if ever, you know, so they're kind of done with I mean, that too.
0: I was really stoked at the end of Eternals for a Mahershala Ali to play a uh, blade when we got his little voice cameo.
1: Well, that'd be cool. That was, definitely- that was, that was cool. Um, <laughs> You see now that that's again. like I don't want to say a lesser character, but it's like now they're just like kind of dredging up the the old the other characters that just haven't been used and you know been by the wayside and stuff and realizing oh okay we got these still to draw upon but then again like you said over the oversaturation of of things are you going to make it into a TV series or are you going to make it into a movie or or what you know because I don't know it just and I mean all of these franchises you know have a golden opportunity you know like Star Trek. You know, like uh, it's it's seeing another revival. It's 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 in a golden. It's in another like good state right now. You got you know, Strange New Worlds. I don't know if you've seen that, which is just amazing. I mean, I I fell in I love heard with it. Things. I I fell in love with it instantly because it's classic Trek with just a hint of like of an update. But you look at the sets and they keep it like a lot of the things the same. Like you know, the original series. I don't know if you remember. Like Spock had his little. Thing that he would look into that tube thing for uh for like sensors and stuff that's yeah. on the enterprise um just little things here and there like the controls like the consoles like they have flat panels but they also have like colored buttons you don't know what they do but you, they just have like the colored buttons and and but in little little boxes and everything like that the stuff like the like they draw old and new and it just it, it's such a good mix that they did it right you know lower decks is absolutely hilarious and that one is just a, a fantastic.
0: That's an animated one, right?
1: Yes, that was an anime, and it, the 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 first ever. It's gonna, the the first for first time ever. It's going to be two, the crossover series between Lower Decks and Strange New Worlds. They're going to be bringing over two animated characters into Lower Decks for next year. It's obviously, a time travel episode. You know, and it's going to be something else to see. You know, uh, they have, they are very they are being very secretive about it. I know Jonathan Frakes Riker had direct it's a, it's has directed this it's already it's already done and very very little is being said about about this you know they're be keeping this one like very tightly under wraps so it'll be in season two for uh, Stranger New Worlds when it comes out but yeah Star Trek is in a good place right now um they just need, they're, they're obviously focusing on on the television series like the, the series are are really doing good there's been talk about like reviving the movies again but you know what I don't I don't think so I don't think they need them. You know, it's like, you got a good thing going, and I think they're kind of realizing that as well, so they may may or may not, like, proceed with those movies. I know Quentin Tarantino was talking about doing a Star Trek movie himself, and I was like, wow, I don't even know how how, how that's going to be. I mean, <laughs> are you going to see, like, Starfleet officers interrogating Klingons and in chairs and, you know, cutting off an ear or popping out an eye or something, <laughs> you know, like, like, uh, you know, Pulp Fiction-style <laughs> interrogating or something. I mean, God knows what's going to happen. I mean, he had this whole thing going, or he wanted to do it. But uh, Marvel is, is, um, Marvel, I think, needs, just needs to realize, you know, that maybe take a step back, you know, like you said, with, with uh, After Avengers, just kind of just maybe, you know, but oh, well, I mean, it all comes down to like you know just content. I mean, people are always asking for content. What's new? What's new? You know, give me this, give me that. You know, and sometimes, but if you feel to realize, you know, if you if you keep making too much, then you're you're gonna you're, you're gonna dilute the quality. And granted, these series, you know, they only have like what ten episodes instead of having like the usual twenty six, so they can focus on just the stories themselves. You know, you're not having to make make up stuff and fill a material just, you know, to satisfy, you know, network quotas. But um, at the same time, you're just going to be, you got to watch out that you don't put too many things out there at once.
0: Yeah, I think we're kind of at that spot now um, with Marvel. I haven't seen this where... one seen Oh, it. you haven't seen the Black Panther? The this one. is, I think, this is out in November. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. This I think it's going to be really good. We get uh Namor, finally. Marvel got Namor.
1: I've heard, is and it... i heard that he... I've heard that some people had seen it, and they really weren't, like, too impressed with Namor, you know, with with his character. But, I, I don't know, maybe it's because it's, like, too... I don't know, maybe they're comparing it to Aquaman, because they're obviously the same character, which is probably why they said that Aquaman got pushed back a little farther, because they didn't want him comparing the two. <laughs> they not want comparing, like... Namor and Aquaman, you know, uh kinda like like in the like being like just months apart, I guess, or or something, so Yeah. This should be interesting. I'll have to watch it with the with the with the voice and everything. Looks good. I mean
0: I'm pretty sure, at least from what I've heard, we're gonna get Doctor Doom in a post credit scene at the end of this movie.
1: Well, who was telling me something? maybe it was my brother. There he is. But um, I was hearing that with uh, which one was it? I can't tell if it's like going to be the end of a certain series, maybe She-Hulk or something. That there may be an introduction to um... the thing. Yeah, the thing or, or Fantastic yeah. Four somehow. Yeah, yeah we're going to see that's, like
0: that's the rumor too. Is that you'll see the thing at the end of She-Hulk?
1: Okay. Well, somebody was saying my brother was saying that they might be Mister um, Fantastic himself. So, well, I guess we'll see, but obviously something is 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 being planned. So, this looks really good though.
0: So well, I think really the good. big the big issue people have with Marvel with what's going on right now is where is this
1: all leading to? Yeah, is it like with Avengers, you know, it was leading up to, you know, Endgame. But this is like I don't even know if you can, I mean is there another big event like another critical phase? Um, in, in they've world?
0: already announced uh Secret Wars,
1: okay? Like, well, yeah, um, I
0: mean, because right now, I mean, all these movies have all dealt with like the multiverse, and
1: that's true. And you got, you know, and... oh, and then there's Guardians of the Galaxy coming out as well, you know, so yeah, that's and, another one, you know.
0: This is all they kind of laid the groundwork for like the future Avengers, you know, with uh Kate Bishop. And Hawkeye, and then Florence Pugh's too, Galena or? and uh Black Cable Widow, and an
1: Avenger as well, or uh, did they already do that one? He Which was one? In Deadpool, right? Cable,
0: he was in Deadpool, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, wasn't he in Avenger as well, or he was as, well, Like uh, he was his I own organization? I don't think so, okay.
0: And I mean, they've already announced Secret Wars, they have announced Thunderbolts. Um, I mean. Uh, it's just, it's just, you know, we're getting introduction to all these new characters, but everyone's kind of like, "Well, where's this all going to?" We got so used to, you know, okay, well, it's all leading to Avengers, and then it's leading to Age of Ultron, and then, you know, um, but then we got to Infinity War, and then yeah, this all culminates with Endgame, and then it was just after Endgame, everyone's just kind of, you know, we're getting introduced to all these new characters and all these new series, and. And that's fine and dandy, but where does this lead? And we find out recently at Comic-Con that this is all leading to Secret War, so it's okay, cool. Like, I mean, we'll see as, C- as time goes on um, when we get more and more movies, you know, as things start to kind of come together. And we'll yeah, it'll
1: be a while again, you know, just where, like, just where is it going to go? You know, because, uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I don't want to say that they've lost their way or anything, but, I mean, obviously they have a plan, you know? I mean, they they must have, like, some sort of, like, Marvel Bible, you know, like, a big old book somewhere that outlines, like, general outline of where they see things, you know, like, here's where we, you know, what movie here, what series here, what's, what's going to be introduced, who are we going to, you know, put in, and blah, 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 that kind of thing, so, yeah. Yeah. You, you, they, they, so far, they haven't really, like, I mean, they've stuck to their plan, and they've been doing this for, like, what... 10 15 years now, I mean, quite a while. So,
0: yeah, that's been a. Uh... I think they started in what, like 2008, that was when the first Iron Man came Iron out.
1: Man. Yeah, he was the one that started it. I saw, yeah, who are they talking about? They, if they were to get another guy to play Iron Man, was it Johnny Depp? <laughs> There's rumor that they might get him to play because I know Donny said he was pretty much done playing, uh, playing, uh, playing Iron Man. Uh,
0: I, I, they don't, only I mean, they should recast anybody, yeah, at this point. It's just, it's just one of those roles that's just synonymous with the actor,
1: yeah, of course, yeah. He, he brought the, he brought, you know, Tony Stark to life, <laughs> that brand of like. Ego, well cuz I mean if you
0: remember back then uh before the first Iron Man like at the time Iron Man, Captain America, those weren't like top tier Marvel characters anymore. Those were like the OG these were the characters that were my you know around when my grandparents started reading Marvel comics okay, kind okay. of thing and they had all these new characters that were considered top tier but then when the movie started Iron Man and Captain America and Thor those all became top tier characters again. Those guys were, like, I think they were, like, C or D characters. They weren't even, you know, yeah. like top of the list at that point.
1: But they probably realized, you know, you have... I mean, if you're going to start to where you want it to get to with Endgame, you have to bring in... You have to start there. You know, you have to use the, the old characters because they're just so universally well-known, you know? And it probably, you know, it just draws more attention and just brings in more people, you know? Because you're going to bring in the kids, obviously, you know, but you're just going to, you know, you're going to bring in, like... um you want to bring in the, the older audience as well. And, of course, they made a ton of money, so... Yeah.
0: But, well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't even... DC, they need it. I don't even know what's going on with them.
1: That is that is a train wreck. I mean, it. it's on fire. That train is moving. It's on fire. <laughs> but DC still thinks they can get things going, you know, especially with the whole Flash controversy, you know, and... The, what do you think of Batgirl? That like they they just like canned it, canceled
0: like, it. I yeah, at least release it. You know that was a
1: shock. That really was a shock that they were so close. I mean, it was already done, right? I mean, just a matter of like uh, some post production work, I think. You know, from what from what I heard, it was supposed to have been you know just ready to go, you know. But just to can that movie, like ninety million dollars worth of work, and it's not going to see the light of day now. And yeah, I, just, I, I, I think,
0: think at that. some point they'll release it, especially with because uh, I think Brendan Fraser's in it. And he's been getting so much. Um, there's oh, so yeah. much talk about him in that. Uh, the whale, the movie, the, the whale? whale. Yeah,
1: yeah. I got an ovation, eight minute ovation at Cannes, uh, I think, or the the Venice Film Festival.
0: I think at some point they'll release it. The, the, there's going to be so much. It'll be like the Snyder Cut, where there was so much pressure for the studio to release it.
1: Oh God! And they still now even now the studio's still saying well. If we'd have thought about it, well, the newer the newer management, the whole Discovery Warner Brothers merger thing is just a mess. You know, they were like, well, we wouldn't have done it. You know, re- release this thing or given him, you know, his way to, to finish it up. I thought, come on, I mean that that whole that whole Warner Brothers Discovery thing. It, it, it's I hope it's not the collapse of HBO Max because I really like HBO Max. You know, you get a lot of shows. You get, you know, I like how they have all the TCM and DC and everything all You know, just their own tabs or whatever. But I don't know how they're going to work it out because eventually the two the two apps are going to merge. You know, you're going to get Discovery Plus and you're going to get the Warner Brothers or the HBO thing. And it's just going to be like, what is it going to look like at the end, the finished product? And apparently it's like, we're talking like maybe a year down the road between like a, when the final merger is done or putting together this thing. But I mean, so many heads of roll for this thing. Like they're not releasing any original content. They canceled so many favorite shows. I was disappointed when they canceled... Um, Raised by Wolves. I don't know if you ever saw that, but I loved that show. I was really, really into it. I mean, it was, you know, Ridley Scott, you know, and it was um, it was just a cool, you know, cool uh, storyline. And uh, I just wanted to see where it was going to go, but we may never get that um may never get that anymore now, because they canceled that show, and it was just in season two. And I, I don't know if it was going to be like three seasons, four seasons, or what, but it would have been cool to like finish it out, but I don't know. Yeah.
0: He sees a dumpster fire right now it, yeah
1: it is it is i would love because uh,
0: like what's going on with because remember with the flash oh it's gonna be michael keaton he's gonna be the definitive batman and then and now it's like oh well now ben affleck is is back like for good
1: i think both of them are in it it's because it's he's crossing like different dimensional planes so it's gonna be you know michael keaton's universe the ben affleck universe so it's going to be like Snyder's universe and then you're going to get Tim Burton's universe and i don't know i mean they're they're now they're saying well we tested it mm-hmm. on audiences and it's you know it's done so well and this and that and i'm like are you i mean are they just saying this or are they is it their own people that they're testing it out on or is it like you know actual audiences i mean i want to see you know what the, this this test group or what, who they're testing it on because a lot of a lot of positive you know stuff is coming out and now Ezra Miller, you know, apparently finally realizing, you know, he's, you know, going to, you know, fuck up his life and everything, his career, if he doesn't get his, you know, ass in gear. And apparently he, like, apologized in person to Warner Brothers, the executives, saying that he did not intend for things to go the way they did. Well, what? who does, you know? I mean, this kid, when you talk about burning, you know, trash can of a, of a life or a career, I mean, he's all set to go. You know, this thing hasn't been put out yet. And all these allegations against him... And yet, I'm, I'm still curious, and a lot of people are, like, why are they still sticking with him? You know, any other actor, look, Kevin Spacey, you know, just allegations of doing something here, here, 20 years ago, whatever. I mean, okay, if he did him, he did him, you know, then you got to answer for them. But these things are recent. We're talking, like, just months, you know, apart, or even weeks, and yet he still has a job. And I'm like, why are they still Well, sticking? everyone brings
0: up Johnny Depp. Like look how fast everybody was to drop Johnny Depp without yeah, any sort and, of and again, it's evidence just, or anything.
1: It's just it's this generation that we live in. You know, they're they're quick to judge without you know like sitting back and saying, Okay, let's let the facts lay out. Let's see how things go. Instead of just being so, you know, like trigger happy it's kill a killer person's career. You know, like let things come let things if, if if let things come to light in a court in a court of law. Or, or, you know, let things, like, just do a, a, you know, expose, report, whatever, you know? I mean, get facts out. Don't just, like, say, oh, somebody's been accused of this. Okay, somebody's been accused of this. Somebody's, I mean, people accuse a lot of other things of a lot of things, you know? And just because of the accusation, it's become, it's becoming the norm where you're guilty until proven innocent. Nowadays, you know, you're you're killed. I mean, social media can kill you right then and there. And we've seen it happen so many times. <laughs>
0: Man, Ray, you know, I was telling somebody recently.
1: Had we
0: still worked at the store in this day and age, we would we'd all all of us we'd all be canceled. Hey, hey, hey. Especially you. Hey, whoa, whoa, especially <laughs> you.
1: Wait, whoa! Let us not let's not go there, Pete. I'm just saying. No, no, We'd no, all be I did, canceled. I, not, I, did, I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, fucking in the warehouse or anything like that during off time, off hours, or oh, well, I'm not saying any of that. But or snorting cocaine or anything during during working hours. Or Just uh, like
0: some of the things I've heard come out of your mouth. Of, uh... <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I mean, I know I'm I'm we, not one to talk. I've said both, some some. We both have our crosses.
1: Shit. We both have our crosses to bear, you know.
0: <laughs> but you, good lord!
1: <laughs> wait, wait, you know, we, uh,
0: yeah. We I was just thinking about that, and I was telling someone the other day too. It's just like you know what, and if I worked, if I still worked at Best Buy, some of the things that we said and did, good lord, we'd all be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> we're not go. we're not cut out for this cookie cutter, you know yeah. world.
1: touchy feely, you know. Everybody's grab assing each other and hugging each other and all this, you know, yeah. You know,
0: when uh when I pass on from this life, you know, and I get in that afterlife <laughs> elevator, I know what's going down. <laughs> I would be shocked if it went up. <laughs> I know I'm going down, you know. <laughs> You're like lighters, you know. <laughs> and and you will have been there a long time before me.
1: I'm on that bullet train, PD. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, we didn't call them the Wild West days for nothing, you know. <laughs> There's so much shit that went on over there.
0: And back then. And I think our story was, a... was
1: one of the tamest, you know. <laughs> so, but still, there was a lot of stuff that went on a lot oh, of good old days a lot of a lot of in you hey whoa 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 let's that's let's, let's not forget you know certain you know um people in certain departments that had absolutely no filter and didn't care who or what was said they would always one-up you and you know damn well who i'm talking about pete <laughs>
0: and we won't name names that's not
1: <laughs> that one's a little um, yeah that one god man I mean there, you, you, when a person's telling me like when I see them and uh, they got a new kid in the back and it's uh, him and some other guys like and um, I'm asking what's going on and he's telling me oh we're just going to break this one in and you see the look of terror in the kid's eyes as he's like really speeding out of the parking lot <laughs> I mean come
0: on <laughs> in the good old days uh, Nothing now.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I've been Can't in the store.
0: anything. You get canceled.
1: Uh, yes, I, I've been in that store, and it's like all the fun's out of it. You know, there's just there's no there's no life. Honestly, I mean, I hate to say that, but it, it really has has changed. You know, the the culture, the the work environment, um, and it's just yeah. I mean, it's a, a it's just like a, a, a sh- I don't even say a shadow of its former self. Because I mean, I only what. I only see like one, maybe two, two or three people that I recognize that are still there. You know, uh from the store. Maybe four. But I haven't seen I I've been there in a while, but yeah, the last time I only saw like one or two people that that I knew. Everybody else was was, was brand new. Like all turnover. And
0: hey, Raber's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I saw god. him uh <laughs> I I don't go into the store anymore. I think the last is he time still, I is, went, he still
1: is he still working there?
0: Yeah, he's still there. I saw him. I think Ray it was Ray. like a month or two ago.
1: You're right. I mean, that, that, he's going to be carrying out like a 42 inches. is going to fall on top of him. He's just going to expire. I think he's going to just and, and,
0: and we both know that's not the way he wants to go out. But I saw him and he was like Pete, and I was like Ray, Ray you're still alive. <laughs> It was the very first thing I said to him. And I remember somebody like slowly turning, like, this motherfucker said that to him. And I'm like, I've known Ray Bear like the majority of my life now. So
1: you hate to say it,
0: but yeah. and I'm just, oh my God, just like, man, I knew Ray Bear. Like, I think I first met Raybear when I was 15. <laughs> and I was just like, that's, I... I've i gotten, I'm Trigger an old City man days. now, Ray. I'm old an old Trigger man City. now. We it was all the old are, City days
1: he if we're old men then what the hell is he
0: i mean <laughs> i'm still telling you raybear's gonna outlive us all
1: <laughs> he'll be the last man on earth you know just
0: fucking fucking wally out there charging his batteries
1: <laughs> he's gonna be like that you know those old um those old commercials with the native american looking at the scene with the trash and everything. Just, uh, the one tear calming down <laughs> that's gonna be raybear looking at like all of what's left of humanity <laughs>
0: Like Ray Bear,
1: like a, a double Whopper in one hand, you know.
0: <laughs> he always, he would always tell me too, like, "Oh man, Pete, you like, you think this is great? Wait till you go to my funeral. You're gonna have all these girls like fighting over my body and
1: <laughs> all the hens, the yeah. hens. <laughs> oh, I
0: was
1: like, oh Ray Bear, oh my God. He would like, yeah." You know... The, the stories he would tell me, I'd be like, "Raybear, why are you coming up and telling me these things?" I said, "I'm getting, I'm getting nauseous." And can I tell you some of my stories? Oh, hell no, no man, no. I, I gotta go. Well, I said, "You <laughs> I said, bastard, get back over here." <laughs> He'd tell me all the things that uh, that they would do, <laughs> would be, like great detail. You know, talk about yeah. unfiltered. Uh, yes, they were. He, yeah, no filter at all. <laughs>
0: silly old bear that's what I sell every time I see him now I'm just like silly old
1: bear I think he's beyond old man I mean he's he, I think I, I
0: tell people it. I said I would tell people I'm like, this guy he's been he's been selling TV he was there when they made the first TV
1: <laughs> yes. I know so damn much about him <laughs> he's, the like, inner workings. he's
0: been, he's he been there from, since day one when they made he TVs from, he, he, he was there place? selling them
1: went from tubes to solid circuits uh solid state circuitry <laughs> i'm
0: just like man
1: i told him i said damn robert i said this is that's how you keep alive uh, every time you shake a hand you, you draw somebody you siphon somebody's uh, life force away from them that's what's keeping going day to day
0: <laughs> it's like um because when i worked at circuit city with him this he was uh, he had come close to you know kicking the bucket a few <laughs> times many and... many
1: times he's he's worse than fred sanford you know for him, it was always remember. It was always the big one, you know. I I don't know how many times he's had the big one, you know, for for bear.
0: I remember one time he was. I think he. I'm pretty sure he was dying in the hub, because <laughs> he was just sweating bullets. <laughs> and I think I I don't remember. What, I don't remember what I was eating. Um, but I just look over him. I'm like, bear. Are you good? And he's like, I don't know. This might be it. And, uh, and I forget who who else is in the hub. And they were just like, Oh my god, Ray Bear And I was just there, like, Oh, this is just another day. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Raver probably come close to dying at least a dozen times before that. Remember the keyboard It's just, just, it just another day for me. Oh, the, the the keyboard one. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that like was an, a <laughs>
1: That was a highlight for me. <laughs> oh shit, he's going down. Oh, did you, do you remember when uh, we couldn't find him for like 2 days? I don't know if you were still with us. You might have been with Geek Squad, but there was a time when he was at he was he was absent for 2 days and we couldn't we were like Maybe he's dead. I think I texted you like we can't find Bear, you know, because like somebody. I think we actually sent somebody over to his house, and his sister answered, and he was like in a diabetic coma. <laughs> he had like passed out for like two whole two plus days, and he was just out.
0: And <laughs> yeah, they called his number, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, wrong one." And he came back. <laughs> Oh, I remember when the EMTs would come in the shop and well, like, hey guys, Raybear is off today.
1: Fuck. <laughs> or if they did see the EMTs and he was there, and like, oh, is this it? And is he's this there, it? Did anybody? Did somebody call for Bear? <laughs> like, where's Bear? Forget who
0: was up there with me. I think I was covering your lunch. But yeah, the EMTs, because you know how they would just roll up with the ambulance and then just yeah. Shop. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, hey guys, Raver is not here today, and they just like laughed. And I forget who it was, but they were like. How could you say that?
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, just like, oh, you so know, radio
0: Re- 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 knows. I tell him yeah. it's not like I'm, you know, talking shit and just not, he knows,
1: yeah. And even like toward the end, like what year, because I was there, what 12 years, I think by about year nine, 10, it started like the the shift was, was already happening. Like that, the you started getting all those those kids that were coming in, and they were all like the new generation, it was like, you know. What was it you know? Oh, be positive, or you know, don't you know? You can't say this about others. i like, oh, I can't, I can't work with these kids anymore. I really can't. That's so why, about year ten, I was like, I was already starting to consider, you know, it was like maybe time to move on. <laughs> and I, I kept hanging around. <laughs> you wouldn't last in like,
0: there anymore, right? Huh? So you wouldn't last anymore in this oh, no. world?
1: God, no, 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 no. I have, I have a, I have a whole new group to terrorize now. So. You know that this 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 new warehouse is is not like the old one but it's got aspects of it and I, you know I appreciate so <laughs> the the people I work with I love you know and everything but I'll always remember the Best Buy crew that was always something else you know we always had that core there was always the core there was you and Alfie and Junior and let's see Gilbert for the time he was there Julio as well for a little while. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Who else would you count in there? Uh, Adam.
0: I I just remember just the calls we'd get. (laughs) You guys look, you boys looking good on the cameras. I'm just like,
1: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I've told stories to my other coworkers and they're just like wide-eyed with fear and they're like, how did that happen? I said, well, it just happened. <laughs> you know, it just... <laughs> just, I, you I, know, I would tell him Daniel,
0: Daniel and I in the truck, and, like, there's this shadow that covers the lights, and <laughs> there you are in your yellow shirt. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit. It's like, backs to the walls. <laughs>
1: backs to the walls, clenching I saw. I
0: saw Daniel recently, too. I saw him at Safeway about a wow. month ago, I think. <laughs>
1: My mom came up, uh, she was like at uh, Best Buy the other day, she saw, um, uh... oh god, I'm gonna hate myself for this, I can't remember her name now, Uh, Manny, (laughs) I'm gonna say Myra, (laughs) Myra. (laughs) Myra. (laughs) because I I used to call her Manny's wife so often, (laughs) like I got used to it, I couldn't remember her name. And she's like, "Yeah." She told my mom, "She goes, that's what he would call me." <laughs> and he goes, "Like, I think, I think some of these people like develop Stockholm syndrome. You know, <laughs> he just gets so used to to the abuse and everything. It just, it just, it just becomes commonplace. <laughs> you don't know any other day without it." <laughs> uh, I go, just, I, I, yeah, just... I, I'd get canned. I, I don't think I could work with that group anymore. I looked at it, and like, I, I was like. AP is, is not what it was. They finally got the, the high-def cameras that I always wanted. Um, but <laughs>
0: like 15 I, years later?
1: Yeah, I remember... The, you remember the, the, the high-def cameras that we were supposed to get? Like, let me see... Um, about three years before I left, and apparently there was like a crime screen in Houston, so they diverted all those cameras over to the Houston area. I'm thinking, it's not the amount of cameras that are going to help you, it's like actually doing your job of looking. You know, that's what's going to stop them. <clears throat> and I, I, I remember looking at the, the, uh, some of the totals for the shrink and they didn't go down despite them getting new cameras. <laughs> I was like, we could have used those, you know, just <laughs> like, goddamn, like, why didn't, well, I mean, we were Salinas, you know, that was, that alone right there should have, you know, uh, you know, act you know, gotten us those, those cameras a lot sooner than that. <laughs> but no, I couldn't, I couldn't live. Um, I wouldn't last a month, I think. I had either quit or get fired. I just... Yeah, I don't. I don't see how some of the old school, like, I don't see how Junior, <laughs> so, I mean, he still survives there. Honestly, he just must go home and just like, just fume, <laughs> thinking about the good old days.
0: Oh man,
1: yeah, we, should all, uh, we should all just get in there and just walk in one day, just like Junior, you, me, Alfie, you know, just go in there and just be like. This used to be our store this this was us right here this is, uh, we got some stories to tell you kids you know, how it was we'll drag Ray Bear in oh. there too. we'll prop him up you know if he's if he can't stand
0: we'll prop him
1: up so i told him i said bear i said oh, one god. time i told him i said bear you must like wake up every morning and see the sun and thank god that you're actually looking out at another sunrise <laughs> He just gave me <laughs> that look like, just shut up and die.
0: <laughs> or Ray Bear.
1: Oh, we used to give him so much shit. I'd be like, Bear, what was it like when you first saw Dirt for the very, when you were the very first person to see Dirt for the first time <laughs> being created?
0: Yeah, I, I remember I would tell him too, like, oh man, Bear, like, how many commandments were there? Were there actually just 10 when they were being written? <laughs> yeah, he didn't like that one very much. <laughs> remember when uh see this is this is gonna date us but remember when uh there was that whole thing that uh 2012 was gonna be the end of the world mm-hmm. and then raver actually called out for those two days <laughs> and there's all oh ravers in some mountain right now like
1: he he has a shelter remember he told us he's got a he's gotta hide out it's it's stocked. he's not he wouldn't tell us the location but i would not i don't doubt him that he has some sort of backup plan <laughs>
0: I just remember, alright Bear. Uh, he's like, it's gonna happen. I'm like, okay, Bear, I'll see you on uh I'll see you on the twenty second. And then <laughs> and it came and where's okay, Ray Bear? He called out and it's like Jesus
1: <laughs> Just imagine him seeing sitting in that bunker, just like playing uh solitaire or something, you know, just has the ham radio going, listening to all the shortwave. <laughs>
0: Checking up on all his hands and everything. Oh
1: God! Oh. <laughs> How many hands can he stuff in there? <laughs> oh. old
0: silly old bear. Oh. Those are the yeah. days,
1: Petey. Those are the days. Those you can't get those back. But we had them.
0: Do we want them back though? That's the thing. we
1: eh, we're oh, older now. Old. I'm older. I'm done. I mean, it's a new. It's a new. A new era. You know, you've survived a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot just more like,
0: I was just thinking about it, just like, man, like, you know what? I wish Ray would have worked in the store now because they would have fired his ass. <laughs> hey, thanks, Pete. You would have got canceled immediately. <laughs> immediately.
1: <laughs> I just walk in already, the allegations start
0: just the, thank god they didn't record the phones because the things he would say to us over the phone i'm like this guy's <laughs> this guy's up there greeting customers and he's telling us this stuff over the phone something like, like five-year-old just probably walked in and he said some of the most dirtiest things
1: possible hey i was careful with my call okay i made sure that there was nobody there <laughs> Oh. Now, whether or not i was paying attention to the cameras that's another thing <laughs> so,
0: you, you most definitely weren't
1: <laughs> well certain cameras i had my boys to look at it and look after in the in <laughs> house, you know <laughs> so oh my God. you you and five and and uh, <laughs> let's see who else gilbert
0: <laughs> i'll never forget how excited you were when it was announced that I would be coming back at the store, coming back oh, to I the was, store. I was ecstatic. when I was hurt, and I helped the Fonza with counts. And it's like Ray was just—it was like the prodigal son returns.
1: Exactly, I would have welcomed you with open arms, PD. I would have been there, yeah. right there.
0: <laughs> Probably wouldn't have had pants on or anything, and I would have just made a run for it.
1: Oh, you would have seen how happy I would have been. <laughs> Uh,
0: <laughs> <clears throat> but I think we'll end it right here, right? If yes. anybody's still listening off this uh, God as knows usual, what we just went off of. As,
1: as usual, we went off the rails like that bullet train did in, the, in that movie. <laughs> so, and we slammed into those buildings hard.
0: And we sure did. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's kind of a given when it comes to, especially you and me.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: That's good. It'll go off the rails pretty quick.
1: Yeah, we, we try to keep it, you know, for a while. <laughs> try to stay focused. There's just there's just so much material to go over <laughs> from the past. <laughs> Lunches. Breaks. Downtime in the warehouse. <laughs> oh, just... The filth. <laughs>
0: the filth. Now that's a thing I haven't thought of in a while. The
1: next, the next um... The uh, the next segment of this, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to reminisce about how um a certain the, someone the did, filth
0: was infiltrated. The,
1: the filth was infiltrated. The day the filth was infiltrated. The,
0: the day the filth died.
1: <laughs> that was a day to remember right there. But that will be for the next uh, next segment. That that's an that's a whole story in itself. <sighs> to this day, I I can't believe what the, some of the things were being told to me. <laughs>
0: i just i just remember we'll kind of tease it but i just remember getting uh several text messages and uh in our group chat it just <laughs> in all caps everyone stopped talking like <laughs> don't send anything the filth has been infiltrated and just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> And it was like World War Three. It was just like the nukes had gone off.
1: Like this is it. Oh, <laughs> well, this is like our white 2K moment. Right yeah, just like <laughs> shut
0: it down, delete everything, change like delete your profile, create a new one, have burner accounts. Like it was like the nukes had gone off. Like this was it. You know, oh, Skynet wow. had uh, taken over. <laughs> I just remember seeing those messages in all caps like this it's over, like that's uh, someone's here who's not supposed to be here like, you know they've seen what they saw what you said and it's just they, like they
1: have, they have infiltrated I, the firewalls
0: yeah and that was the day the filth died
1: <laughs> pretty much uh, but, I was thinking about that I was I was talking to my coworkers about the, the filth I didn't give like details but um, that was something that we should we should rely p d get the old gang together
0: I just, I've seen a lot of memes recently where it's like, oh, where the group chat gets uh, uncovered and everyone's getting arrested. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what would happen to us.
1: And Gilbert's the one arresting us. <laughs> that's the same thing as getting arrested himself.
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, wait, that's whoa, exactly whoa, whoa. what would
0: happen. But some of the things that were said is just...
1: <laughs> I remember I came across an old meme where it's, um, you know those uh, medical bracelets? And the the one that says uh, what if it said if unconscious uh, delete my my browser history.
0: <laughs> yeah. After that was the day the filth died, though, and it got oh, that um, was, infiltrated. That
1: was, that was a black letter day, right there. Yes, a lot of things went down. Trust was uh, compromised. <laughs> it
0: was never the same after that. It never. No,
1: it really wasn't. No, it, you're right. It, it it did die. I think that
0: was the day the filth died.
1: Well, maybe it's time to revive it. You know, it's we'll see. I don't. I haven't had my Instagram since then. Really, <laughs> I haven't used it. I haven't. De- I tried deleting the damn thing, but you know how Facebook is with like all their protocols and you know doing this and jumping through hoops and whatever. And I was like, you know what? Just I'm not gonna just use it. I think it's deactivated somewhere. But yeah, I'm sure I could get back onto it. But yeah, I mean, we we could do that. that would, I'm sure Junior would and Alfie would be uh up for it. I haven't talked to them in a while. I gotta I gotta
0: hit them up to see what they're doing. You're probably dead.
1: No, no, no. No, no I
0: know, I know, I know Alfie's <laughs> alive. He's he using my fantasy draft the other night. <laughs> oh, how'd that uh, go? <laughs> it was. I'll say this. I know um, those were
1: kinda epic in themselves.
0: <laughs> I drew names out of a hat, and I shouldn't have. Because uh Pina got the first pick, and he's our returning champion this year. So, well, of course. <laughs> and uh, probably shouldn't have done that, but hey, <laughs> I'm the people's commissioner, and I do what my people want. And the majority of my people said, rather than letting the the NFL.com draft thing pick our draft, let's let's draw names out of a hat.
1: You you so went I said, Okay. I said okay.
0: I will write everyone's names down, and I will draw the names out of a hat. How many names? It was actually, uh, it was 10 and, and I, I kind of, I think I jinxed it because I told Fonzo, uh, <laughs> I started with, I'm like, the first name we'll draw will be number 10 and then we'll go all the way down to one. And I got to, I think seven. And I'm like, Hey, like, you know, so far they haven't, uh, you know, our names haven't been drawn. I drew, I drew six and I was actually my team's. I, I'm I'm pretty hopeful, but <laughs> as long as I'm just hoping that Pena doesn't win again, because his name is on that trophy two times, and oh god, and my name should be on there at least two times. Pina is my kryptonite. That's what I tell you know. That's what I tell everybody is is my kryptonite.
1: Oh my god! I
0: faced him. I faced him in the championship a couple of years ago, and he beat me, and that was on me because I messed with my lineup. And then, uh, and then uh, last year. He won it, but he—I didn't get to the championship game. I think I got to the the semifinals, mm-hmm. and he beat me. And he went on to win it all. And that was just—he was just better than me that day. I didn't tinker with my lineup. No matter who I would have put in, he would have beat me. So I was like, okay, well, the better man won this time. But motherfucker, I should have beat you last time. <laughs> that one was on me. I changed my lineup.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Well, but another season coming up, Petey. Good luck.
0: Yeah. It'll be fun, but all right, Ray. It was a uh, nice talking to you again. Surprised that I actually those words have come out of my mouth. I don't think, I don't think uh, enjoying talking to you has ever been a thought of mine. <laughs> you and, know, you
1: miss me, Petey. You know, what did what did uh, Captain Hook say? What would the world be without Captain Hook? You know, so I'm your Captain Hook to your Peter Pan.
0: <laughs> don't ever call me Peter Pan. <laughs> Because I, like, I know how I know how you think, and I know you're like, thinking a of me <laughs> in, the, in a Peter Pan outfit. You know, oh, there we go. There you,
1: with,
0: you know, oh, maybe tight just green pants, and maybe,
1: no, 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 maybe just a hat. You know, so
0: <laughs> yeah, we're done here. I'm done with you.
1: Like, like the phoenix, we have arisen from the ashes to become something new again.
0: <laughs> we'll see if we do this again after that comment. I'll oh, I be you done know with you.
1: Will. you know you will. Like I said, it's Stockholm syndrome, PD. Stockholm syndrome.
0: <laughs> if you've gotten this far, thank you. We really appreciate you listening this far. It's gone off the rails. But <laughs> yeah, uh, if you've listened to the other episodes or you know us personally, you know it. It's going to go <laughs> off the rails.
1: It has to. It definitely and has to.
0: With that, we sign off. Yes, sir. All right, Ray.
1: (laughs) We'll see you, Petey.
0: All right.